Thank you guys, you guys are awesome. Thank you for listening. Everything you see or, or say is awesome. It's nice to just listen to everybody laughing. All those things kind of make me a big hoe. <laughs> Talking about other things that get your mind off, your daily stress. Well, I don't want your poopicles on me. I don't me. want your poopicles either. I don't want anyone's poopicles. You guys are awesome, and Elvis Duran, you are the man. Oh, hey. Your shows, you know, keep it up just the way that it is. You guys are awesome. Everything is awesome. This. Is Elvis Duran in the morning show? Oh my gosh. What is it, Friday? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. They told me it was Friday. No, not it's yet. You're a funny Friday. man, Elvis Duran. I want my money back. Nope. Make me happy. Why are we doing a show? <laughs> because we're happy. huge that song was. Oh my gosh. And we played it so much we just couldn't wait for it to go away. Yeah. And you know what? We haven't been happy ever since. Now it sounds great. Now it sounds great and now it works again. Yeah. Good morning, Danielle. Good morning. Hi there, Scary. Hi, Elvis. Hi, Froggy. Good morning, Elvis. Hello, Producer Sam. Good morning. Producer Sam has not one dollar to her name and she's never been happier. <laughs> we'll get into that later. So Echo Smith is coming by. I think they're performing for us, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, nice. No, 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 no. Where's our senior executive producer, Nate? I don't know. Huh. He's, he's here. I saw him. No. He's crappy. Yeah. <laughs> he's late. He's late for the broadcast. Well, welcome to the show. Let's get into the day. It is... So it's Tuesday? It's only a Tuesday. Oh, my God. I, I thought it was at least Thursday. Nope. Starts with a T. It's Tuesday, April 24th. That's it? Yep. All right, let's try to get through this day. Our first caller of the day is uh, Damien. Hi, Damien. Hello, Lady Elvis. How are you doing? Well, hello, Lady Elvis. Well, I like that. <laughs> it sounds very British. Good morning. Well, uh, Damien is an Uber driver. He's listening to us uh, every morning in the car, right? Yes. Sometimes have t- I have to apologize because how funny you guys are. Okay. Yeah, never apologize for how funny we are. I'm sure there's many other things you could be apologizing for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, I appreciate that. You know, I, I received, I think it was a tweet from someone not too long ago who said she hated get into, getting into a an Uber or a cab or whatever and hearing our show on because it made her miserable because we do nothing but talk. Huh. What's what a talk show You guys show are does? hilarious. I love, I love great tease antics. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. We found one. <laughs> we got one. We got someone who loves his antics. Well, look, Damien, I want you to be safe out there. There's a lot of crazies creeping around our city mm-hmm. and uh be safe drive slowly obey all laws you know what to do yeah yes because we want you to be safe and sound we're going to send you an elvis duran shirt since you are the first caller of the day thank you can you guys ruin it for oh, me i was waiting for that all right we'll ruin it for you our top secret thank thing. you hold on one second all right damien's driving around are you driving around too yeah not, all right i was you were <laughs> in my head i still am i've been driven around in five years i love living here well i tell you uh don't let Danielle drive you around. She's well, not not the safest driver. I'm True to fine. That. I'm yeah, getting come on. a new car on Friday. Stop. Oh, that poor car. Wait, Stop you said it. You're wrecking a new car on no, Friday? No, I did not say that. I'm saying I'm getting my Chevy Equinox on Friday. It will be lovely. Oh, oh let's see how long this one lasts. Stop for. it. Don't All right. say that. Well, let's go around the room. We'll start with you, Danielle. We call her the crasher. Okay. <laughs> you know, the client's going to be thrilled with that one. Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, so this morning, I was rushing around. I was late. I forgot this. I forgot that. Blah, blah, blah. I 
got here. My hair's all over the place. Well, where? But Greg T. and Garrett told me I look nice. But you do look nice. Well, that was very nice. I almost cried because sometimes you take your coworkers for granted, especially like people that we've grown up with. I mean, you guys are family. And it was so nice because I'm like, you know, you guys really are nice. What made me feel nice? It won't last. (laughs) Savor the moment. So what I'm trying to say is say something nice to a coworker today. Maybe they're having a rough go of it in the morning. All right. They'll also tell you when you look like ass, which I also appreciate. They do do that, too. Garrett said, I would tell you if you look like crap. (laughs) Oh, good. Thank you, Garrett. Uh, What about you, Samantha? How are you today? If you're doing something for the first time, don't do it the day it's important. I opened a tube of liquid eyeliner for the first time ever this morning, and I look like a mix between a raccoon and a lady of the night. You do have a heavy eye. It kept getting thicker and thicker and thicker, (laughs) and I couldn't do anything about it. It actually looks really good. Well, thank you for saying that, but I just, I feel like my eyes weigh two pounds each because (laughs) of all the makeup that I had to put on. How come Samantha can't open her eyes? I can't drive liquid eyeliner, and I've learned that this morning. It looks good, You look good. You look Fantastic. Thank you. Uh, what about you, Scary? What's on your mind today? I think I found the true sign of a genuine friendship. And that is when you haven't seen that person for a couple of years, and then all of a sudden you hang out with them, you pick up where you left off, and everything feels just comfortable. That's very unusual sometimes yeah. in friendships, but that is a good friendship. This happened to me yesterday. My buddy told Darren and moved away to London. I haven't seen him in a couple of years. We got together last night. We kicked a couple of back, and I'm like, God, it's like, I hadn't seen you since last week. Right. It's so bizarre. If you can find a friend that's that easy to get along with, even if you haven't been around each oh, other for yeah. a while, that's a good friend. Yep, definitely. Absolutely. You tell Hall, Darren, we said hi. Look way up and say hi for us. <laughs> uh, how about you, Froggy? How are you in beautiful South Florida today? I'm doing really good, but last night was a rough night, Elvis, and I'll tell you why. What happened? In the middle of the night, the doorbell starts ringing. I go to the door very cautiously. Nobody's at the door. The doorbells, I'm, I'm hearing the doorbell ring, and nobody's touching the doorbell. Whoa. I, I guess the transformer went out in the middle of the night, and that's what happens when your doorbell transformer goes off. The doorbell just starts ringing. Or it's a ghost. Wow. So I had to go in the garage and get a screwdriver and undo the wires from the transformer in the middle of the night. I oh, see. So you lost me there. You know, people who can undo wires in a transformer, you've got my attention. Yeah. And especially well, what else was I going to do? Well, in the middle of the night, I would have been like, well, I'll call somebody. Yeah. <laughs> who? Well, no, you're the only one. Right. So if your doorbell goes out, I know how to fix it in the middle of the night. It- then again, it could be a haunting. You don't know. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. All right, well, keep in mind, Froggy's very handy. Uh, but don't ask him to mount a TV on your wall. It'll fall. <laughs> it was one time. All right, let's get into your horoscopes. Danielle, you're first. Capricorn, let that free time become me time. Only you can feel the satisfaction of accomplishing your goal. Your day's a 10. Aquarius, voicing your thoughts will save you and your friends some hardships. So speak loud and proud. Your day's an 8. Pisces, you've been working hard, juggling a lot of projects. Step away from your responsibilities so you can check yourself. Your day's a 10. Hey, Aries, love is in the air. Enjoy the breeze with a partner or a close friend. These are the best moments. Your day's a 10. Taurus, if you're feeling distant from your other half, take the time to find yourself. A watched phone never rings. Your day's an 8. Gemini, don't stray from home for too long. Distractions will shake you, and you need to focus on setting some goals. Your day's a 6. Cancer, don't jump to conclusions or into commitment. If deals are valid, they'll still be there tomorrow. Your day's a 9. Leo, time to focus on care and repair. You can have a lot of fun with this, too, if you get your friends to join. 
join in. Your day's a 10. Virgo, you'll be happiest while enjoying your own company. Don't be afraid to stay. Say no to social events coming up. Your day's a 7. Libra, stop spending your energy overthinking your next step. You'll be just fine if you jump into your next opportunity. Your day's an 8. Scorpio, take a breath. Slow and steady wins the race. Even if you feel like you can take on the world, your day's a 9. And Sagittarius, everyone loves to get their way, but relationships are built on communication and compromise. Try to see both sides of the argument. Your day is an 8, and those are your Tuesday morning horoscopes. Wow, just checking the news today. I was checking the headlines when I woke up. A couple of sad stories, but things we need to be made aware of. First of all, up in Toronto, reminded me of a day not that long ago, downtown Manhattan. Someone in a rental van plowing through a crowd of innocent people. So uh, as of now, I believe 10 people have passed away. The suspect driving the van in custody. They're trying to figure out what his problem was. So uh, much love to the north, to our friends in Canada. And just a few days after uh, laying his beloved wife to rest, former President George H.W. Bush is in the hospital in intensive care. They're saying he had an infection in his blood. But they, some uh, people are saying that it's going to be okay. He's, he's on the mend. Yeah. But the family is just saying, hey, let's just give him some time in intensive care. They said he wants to get to his summer house, so he really <laughs> wants to get better. Yeah, you know what? It's always good to have incentive. <laughs> right. You know? So all the best to the Bush family and their friends. Uh, so with that said, it is only Tuesday. Echo Smith is coming in. Are they performing today, Straight Nate? They're performing, Elvis. Nice. Oh, Straight Nate made it into the studio. Hey. Hey. Late Nate. <laughs> you know what? Shut if up, you, scary. If you're going to be one more moment late... We were going to flush the format. Ah. Yeah, we are. You should have stayed out. Nick Damn of time. It. Also, now, coming up in about 10 minutes, we're giving away another trip for two, a seven-day cruise with your own balcony stateroom in our Norwegian bliss. Oof. And, you know, people were asking yesterday, when I win this trip, do I have to go on whatever trip you give me? No, you have up to a year to book it and go. That's all. Yes, yeah, so you can go whenever you you have the time. Absolutely. And, of course, we all know it is the best ship on the ocean, and I and I know I keep bragging, but it is. It really is. It just so happens it's ours. I was looking at more pictures of it yesterday and videos of it and things that it can do. It's amazing. Yeah, we're going to be doing amazing. this very soon. Yeah. All right, let's get going. You guys ready for your Tuesday? Yeah. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Kanye West. Hello, this is Beyonce. Hey, I'm Charlie Puth. How you doing? This is Wendy Williams. Hi, this is Chris from Coldplay. With Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Blue Apron delivers farm fresh, perfectly portioned ingredients and step by step step recipes so you can make incredible meals at home. Rediscover how fun cooking can be while reducing food waste and supporting sustainable farms and fisheries. Visit blueapron.com slash Elvis. Get your first three meals for free, a $30 value. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. All right, so the countdown is on. I think it's one week from Thursday or Wednesday. Thursday. 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 Okay, one week from this Thursday, we're going to all run over to the west side of Manhattan. We're going to stand on the west side highway and watch Norwegian Bliss <laughs> sail right up my Hudson <laughs> River. It's going to be so beautiful. That's so crazy. With New Jersey in the background. Yeah. The only thing separating us from New Jersey will be our ship. That's it. It's going to be beautiful. You know, part of Norwegian Bliss, of course, is the Haven, which is a very, very oh. special place at the top of the ship. It's like... Heaven. It shouldn't be called Haven. It should oh. be called Heaven. Yeah, there is a thin line between Heaven and Haven. It really is. Well, anyway, it's a beautiful place to stay. And, of course, you know they usually keep people like us out of places like that. They definitely do. <laughs> Norwegian Bliss has Broadway shows like Jersey Boys and they, the largest race track at sea. Texas-style barbecue. Something smoky on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Starbucks is there in case you need a taste of home. 
Don't forget the towel animals that they leave in your staterooms. You know, you take these little things for granted. I know maybe that's not the biggest thing on the ship, but my kids enjoy the towel animals And you know what much. else they do? They have a class that they'll teach you how to make the towel animals. They do. So when you go home, you can make your own towel animals. We bought the DVD and we bought the mascot towel animal when we were on the last Okay, Norwegian no cruise. offense. <laughs> that was a waste of money buying that DVD. No, You're not going to go home and make your own towel animals. We really never did. All right, so, you know, there are ways. There are ways to be ripped off on Bliss. <laughs> if you buy the Towel Animal DVD. They're so Look, cute. I'm here for you. You know, even though it's our ship, I'm still looking out for your cash. Oh, my God. Uh, the thing about the towel animals they put on your bed at yeah. night before you retire on uh, Norwegian Bliss is yeah. if you drink enough at the bar, they come alive. <laughs> they do. <laughs> the coolest one was the monkey hanging from the, the I thing. don't want that. It was I don't awesome. Hanger, yeah. No, when I come back to my room, I don't want any animals. Okay. Yeah, take the towel animals down to Danielle's. Yep, give them me. They have a casino at sea. Fabulous. Bring Ooh. that on. So you're, tra- you're trapped at sea crying. Because you lost your cash. I'm really making this town sound like a sad, sad cruise. But it's so beautiful to be on Norwegian Bliss. As my, I've, I've, as I've told you many times, these restaurants are all they're facing outward, so you can watch the ocean go by. It's the best view. The, the restaurants oh, with the best view. Yeah. And you have that 180-degree observation lounge as well, so you can just sit there, have a cocktail, indoors, outdoors, whatever, and you see the world oh, around you. Just a beautiful, beautiful, so beautiful. thing. Anyway, so our... Norwegian Bliss, cruising Alaska, the Caribbean, seasonally beginning this summer. You can go on to uh, to the web. Yeah, Froggy, what's going on? One of the awesome things to do is also the people that you meet on board. The last two uh, Norwegian cruises we've been on, we met people on the ship and became friends with them, and we've stayed in touch with them after the cruise. So you meet new people, and it's really such a wonderful experience. See, there are many reasons to go. Yeah. And, uh, and a lot of them you're not, you're not going to know about or have a concept about until you go. Mm-hmm. So go to Norwegian Cruise Lines. Go to their website. Book your cruise on, of course, Norwegian Bliss. Oh. And, uh, and then go on the racetrack. Go on the laser tag. I was checking it all out last night, all the videos. We got lots to do. All right, with that said, would you like a seven-day cruise aboard Norwegian Bliss? What a stupid question. Yeah, that's all you have to do is be caller 100. You win a seven-day cruise, Norwegian Bliss, your own balcony stateroom, Broadway shows, that racetrack, laser tag, sip on a latte, hang out at the wine bar. That's where you'll find me. Texas-style barbecue, guacamole made tableside. I love it. Woo! The freshest limes oh. will be squeezed in your guacamole. <laughs> the freshest limes. And do as I say. No, no, no. No cilantro, please. Oh, yes. This is, the, this is the cool thing about Bliss. You have a choice. And a lot of cruising, uh, you going to have to do as they tell you to do. And they shepherd you around when yeah. they want you to go there. You make your choices on all Norwegian ships. But, of course, Bliss is the best. Be Caller 100. Win your seven-day cruise right now. 1-800-242-0100. I'll hold. Okay. Are you going to wait till we find Caller 100? You want to? Yeah, why not? How long does it take to like, count know. all the way the up to Rich is out there going, please don't do that. What <laughs> number are you up to? What, I don't know. What number are we up to? Oh, three. Uh-oh. We're up to number three. Oh, well, geez. This is going to take a while. I have an idea. Uh, scary. Uh, yes, what? You should take over at like 90 and then start take the last 10 calls live. Oh, let me tell you, 99 that's, gets that, so mad. That they makes get them, so mad. Why do we want to do that? I know, it's not nice, but maybe mm. you can give them a t-shirt. We'll take call to 100. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Is it line this one right here? Hello, Whitney? Yes. Whitney, is that you? Yes, it is. Whitney, have you ever cruised the seas before? Oh, my gosh, I have not. Well, welcome aboard Norwegian Bliss. You got it. Oh, my God, are you kidding me? 
Yeah. Isn't that wild? (laughs) You woke up this morning not knowing what the day would bring you. Well, we brought you a seven-day cruise on Norwegian Bliss. So there. Oh, my gosh. I am shaking right now, and today is my eight-year wedding anniversary. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You made it eight years. My God, they made it eight years. This is fantastic. I, know, I haven't killed him yet. <laughs> oh, that's good. This is good. So you're calling from Cleveland. I think we can somehow finagle it so we can get the ship up to the uh, to the lake and just pick you up up there. I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, you don't want that. Uh, well, congratulations, Whitney. We'll see you aboard. You have a year to take a seven-day cruise, and so you cruise where you want to cruise. Congratulations to you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. I love you guys. You guys are absolutely amazing. Well, you, now you say that. We gave you a cruise. <laughs> Whitney, oh, you were amazing prior to that. Uh, I love that. We were amazing prior to this moment. So we'll take the cruise back then. No, stop that. Will we still be amazing? No, probably not. Yes, not as. Exactly would be. Whitney, have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening to us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hold on one second. All right. So we have another one to give away at this time tomorrow morning. So make sure you're listening in. And uh, that was a sound effect. That yes, wasn't the does. actual air, <laughs> air horn from Bliss. <laughs> Let's take a break. Uh, we got our new phone tap on the way in about an hour. Uh, who does that, Scary? It's a brand new Magnificent Murray. Yeah. Oh, Dave Brody on the way. Also, uh, oh, Greg T is setting up out there. He's setting up our uh, oven. What's he making? Oh, it's pig in a blanket day. Yeah, so he's making a little piggy's blanket. If you have a pig, wrap a blanket around it. <laughs> Live tweeting every morning. Follow us on Twitter at Elvis Duran Show. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Call us at 1-800-242-0100. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. All right, hey, uh, I, I can't drink after 7 a.m. Why? Because they're measuring my liver today. Oh. oh, so you can eat, but you can't drink. I can't do anything after seven. Oh, I don't. I rarely eat. Oh, that's right. I can't. Can I cram a protein shake in? I don't know. Mm. Ask Andrew. Andrew said no. No, I can't eat. I can only drink today. Wait, Andrew, come here. Andrew, come on, man. I can't even have one pig in a blanket. Not even one. I'm so sorry. Well, but, I, well you said no drinking after seven. You think about eating? Yes, but there, it's it's a surgical. It's an ultrasound. I mean, you need to you fast. Well, no, but I thought you said four hours. I yeah. four, up to four hours. Yeah. My, my appointment's not until 11. Yeah, but if, if, if he can finish before 7, then you're good. But after 7, no. Gregory, I need my pig in a blanket before 7. You got 20 minutes. Damn it to hell. The clock is on. It's National Pig in a Blanket Day. Unless you're in another time zone, then you might have a little more time. And there's a little sign here, no drinking after 7. Yes, he has to remind you because you'll forget. Okay, I'll tell you what's going on. Because I'm trying to get my long-term disability insurance <laughs> in case, God forbid, something happens to me. I need someone to pay the bills, right? Right, yeah, of course. But uh, the last time they measured my liver was back before I lost over 100 and something pounds. Right. I had a big-ass liver. Yeah. A B-A-L. Mm-hmm. Well, now my liver has is down to an appropriate size, and so they need proof. Very nice. So there, I'm sorry. I had to tell you everything. <laughs> What's scary? No, I just, I think it's hysterical that this sign is bigger than life. It's like the only thing that you're seeing straight in front of you. No drinking after seven. All right. I remember the time you, I had to wear a sign around my neck because I forgot something. Yeah, okay, okay. So I have a sign here. <laughs> uh, no drinking after seven. So if you don't finish that coffee, could I have it? No, back off. After these. No, I'll finish okay. it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I forgot to get mine this morning. Let's get into the Daniel report. Oh, would, you, would you like some? I'll share some I with you. I would love some, yes, because I didn't see Mustafa this morning because I was running late okay. and I ran in the building. Right here. Thank you. I'll, I'll, come, I'll get it after I do my report. All right, fine. All right, so let's talk about Kim Kardashian. Her new fragrance, KKW Body, will come in a bottle shaped like her body. She says it smells to her like what golden would smell like. She says, I know gold is a golden color. Golden what? Just the color gold. Oh. She's like, I know it's a color. I know it's something luminous, but that is what I think it would smell like. So 
right. There's an animated Fast and Furious show coming to Netflix. It's going to focus on Tony Toretto, the teenage nephew of Vin Diesel's character, Dom Toretto. He's recruited by the government to infiltrate an evil organization disguised as an elite racing team, which makes sense since it's Fast and Furious. So I'll keep you posted on all the details with that. Nicki Minaj will be the musical guest when Tina Fey hosts the season finale of SNL on May 19th. You guys know that already. So Nicki was tweeting yesterday, and she said that she will perform a song we never heard before. She also will perform something we love, oh, cool. but she'll perform something we've never heard before. Oh, did you see the picture of The Rock and his brand new baby daughter? The baby looks like it's still in the womb. Oh my gosh. Did you he... see the baby? Yes. Well, I mean, it just came out. I think that it looks smaller because The Rock is so big. Well, it also has that mushroomy look. The, well, that's how babies look when they first oh. come out. But the baby's so cute. Uh, baby girl's name is Tiana Gia Johnson. And if you look, The Rock is there with all his tats. And there's the little tiny baby lying on him. It's so cute. This is the third child uh, and the third daughter. So congratulations there. They're very excited. Uh, let's see. What else do I have for you? American Idol. This is, if you're watching, it's going to air live in every time zone for three weeks starting next Monday. So everyone in the country will be voting at the same exact time. And did, do I have any clips from Carpool Karaoke yet from last night with Christina Aguilera? Oh, I watched the very end of that. Yeah. So she kicked ass last night. Here's what she sounded like. Uh, Christina Aguilera. It makes me that much stronger. Makes me work a little bit harder. It makes me that much wiser. So thanks for making now, doesn't Christina Aguilera have an album coming out? She's working on yeah, an album? she's working on new music. Yeah. There you go. She took a little break for a while, and now she is back. Uh, and uh, that's basically it. What do I have for you next hour? Um, oh, we're going to talk all things royal next hour. All right, so uh, last night I did this great event. Dr. Oz, his uh, wife Lisa, they they are uh, huge supporters of Health Corps. Health Corps is really cool. Of course, it's about health. It's Dr. Oz. And um, what was I saying? It was Dr. Oz. Yes, oh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of distractions in the room. You know me, my little brain can't handle too much. Brody was just telling me to read an email about the royals. He okay, was you can do that in a moment. Me. In a moment. Yeah, yeah. All right, so anyway, the Health Corps dinner last night, raising money for Health Corps. And they're, one of their main, main goals, their headline is teens. Mm-hmm. Look, when I, was a, when I was younger, I had no, I didn't care about health. I just wanted to go out and party and play and of do course. my thing. And I've learned since then that, you know, the decisions you make when you're younger really do affect you later on in life. Yep. So never too early to start thinking about your body. Uh, finding a doctor you really like, you can communicate with, right. rather than just going in when you're sick. Get a checkup every year. It's oh, kind of, of fantastic. Course. Very important. But one thing they're really, really focusing on is mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, for so many years, mental health was one of the many things in health, within the health world, that we sweep under the rug and we don't want to talk about because we're afraid of it or there, there are crazy. I don't know. There, there's, there's crazy things people think about about you know facing mental health. Right. Head go, on. Going to see a therapist or yeah. getting a medication. But so many people, it's the norm now. I mean, so many people, if you need help, you get help. Exactly. That, you know. And, and as I said last night, if you break your arm, you go to the doctor. Right. If you're feeling sad and depressed, you go to the doctor. Exactly. It's, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's great, actually. Mm-hmm. And you can see results immediately I mean, when I, you start doing that. I remember when you would have kids and postpartum depression was something you didn't talk about. It was taboo. If you have it, you don't talk about it. And so many women suffer from that after having a baby and you need to get help for it. Well, here's the thing, and thank you, Health Corps, for pointing this out. The days of ignoring and sweeping mental health under the rug are over. Mm-hmm. Be vocal, talk about it, make it a part of your conversation, no matter what. Yeah, it's 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 great. Even if you're doing great and you're doing, you're living your life swimmingly well, feeling good about life, 
you can still have conversation about it. It's good to check up with your friends and yeah. your family. Say how you doing. You know, and and also, if you're doing well because you did seek help, you can help other people by telling them about it and saying, hey, I was in the same position you were in. I got help, and I'm feeling amazing, you know? So uh, cheers to Health Corps. Yes. Look them up. As and you know, great Dr. Oz. T- as you know, Greg T., it's C- C-O-R-P-S. <laughs> Greg T. still can't understand how core can be spelled corpse. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> hey, uh, Sam, I got your email yesterday. Oh, it, yes. The first thing I thought was she's looking for money. Oh. <laughs> Usually <laughs> that's the you, case, but not last night. What'd you say? I said I'm, I'm dead ass broke right oh. now, and I love it. Producer she, Sam has no money. She's been selling things on Poshmark to try to, like, make some extra money. Yes, it's for this greater good. Yeah. It's because I, why are you laughing at me, Kathleen? Why are you laughing? I'm laughing because Sam asked to go through my closet to sell the stuff in my closet. <laughs> I didn't want your money, though. Give her percentage. Well, tell everyone why you're broke, because I, I think it's the best reason ever. Because in two weeks, I've booked about four trips for myself. So I've put all of my money into flights and hotels and travel, and I am so freaking excited about that. Well, is that, isn't that isn't it better to be excited about upcoming travel on the calendar than it is be worried about not being able to pay the bills? Absolutely. The yeah. offset is crazy. I mean, it's your mom. Your mom is your, um, you know, your, uh, what is it? Mom. Mom. No, you live in her apartment, so. But she still has to pay rent. Yeah, but oh, no, you there's know no what? favors there, But Daniel. it's your mom. If you say, hey, mom, I'm going to be traveling for a couple of months, can I be a little late on the rent? I am way too proud for that. that <laughs> That's I not going to happen. never be late on rent. So Sam's point, Danielle, is yeah. this. She is more excited about experiences experiences in life yeah. than than things in life. You can easily cram a bunch of crap in your closet that you buy. Oh yeah. But you can cram a lot of great memories and experiences in your mind and in your in your memory rather. And go spend your money on that. Yeah. yeah. And you learn things about yourself that you can't buy elsewhere. Like, and you just figure things out. Like, I remember I've discovered that if there's a challenge put in front of me that I don't know is coming, I will do it without a problem. If you give me a lot of time to think about it, I might check it out. <laughs> but when I'm traveling, you just have these opportunities you didn't know existed in the first place. These different excursions and endeavors and, and yeah. you put in compromising positions. May we ask where you're going? Like, uh, you have how many trips on the books? I have four right now. Over the next Three year? Three and one pending. Yeah, with by the end of the summer. Not even within the oh, next Oh, wow. Year. Good for you. Yes. Where are you going? Uh, my sister's studying abroad in Florence, so I decided that I'm going to go visit her on our next week that we're that we're away. Um, I'm visiting my cousin, whom I can say this out loud, where I'm going to surprise him for his birthday. He lives in Chicago. Um, I have a uh, tr- trip to Seattle planned out, and I have a trip to L.A. Wow, good for you. Good for I, you. I know. And no matter what I paid, even though, you know, I'm being very mindful of spending and all that stuff, it's still, I still feel like I'm coming out with a bargain. You know what? It's, there's no money I can put to it. You can travel almost anywhere at so many different prices. Yeah. I mean, anywhere in the world you want to go, you can find a way to get there, most likely. Of course, a lot of people just can't take time off from work. Right. Because they have to work. Definitely. But, you know, ever since I started making my, my first paycheck, I work so I can have enough cash to travel. Yeah. And that's my rule. That's really the only reason I work. That's the only reason I'm here with you people. <laughs> it's not because you like us? No. Charmed. I do love you. It so happens I lucked out. But really, I mean, traveling, just being able to get on a plane and get the hell out of town, that's that's as satisfying as when I arrive back in yeah. town and I miss I miss my bed, I miss my city. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Aren't there days of the week where you can book, like, it's cheaper to book your airfare? Yep. 
Are they, there? You know, yeah, like, I think I, there I, are different rules on that. I don't know. I don't know if it's really true or not. Oh, I thought I had heard that there. I didn't know what they were. But Straight I, Nate says it's not true. The, the rumor is on Tuesdays, okay. right? And then the rumor is also two months to three months out prior to your trip. Right. It's never really true. Yeah. It depends on the airline and destination. Okay. Yeah. I, right. I, I just keep an eye on all deals. I always check on airline prices and and uh, hotel packages. Yeah. And you, you go online, you can do it. And, you know, you're, what, what, name a, a travel app. Name it. Oh, my gosh. Expedia. Yeah. Okay, go. Yeah. They have stuff all the time. Yeah, all the Travelocity, all these uh, apps, I check them all the time, too. Yeah. And sometimes you have to be a little more flexible, but sometimes you can get an amazing well, deal. At a she does yoga. She's flexible. I know. You know what I, I got that. <laughs> with your dates. With your dates. Uh, let me get to a Catherine on here. Listen to what Catherine. Catherine loves traveling so much. Tell everyone what you do to travel. Um, well, I got, I was trying to do what Sam was doing and I got evicted from my apartment because I love to travel. There you go. <laughs> well, let's hope we don't get there. Well, good. You don't need an apartment. You're, you're going to be in uh, at Disney World. Yeah, you can be on the road all the time. You don't need a house. Live in a hotel. I know, but you, I, so you have that wanderlust going just like we do? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Well, I'm homeless, but it's fine. Well, you do need a nice balance of responsibility and travel. So, I mean, are you back on your feet again? Are you starting to, to kick up your reserves again? Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. good. Oh, that's good. I'm still traveling. So, do you regret going into financial ruin in order to experience the world? No. Not at all. No. Yeah, no. I agree. I'm in my early 20s, so hey. It's time to live. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. You're right. Get on the road because I tell you, when you're my age, you're, it, the only thing I might sort of regret in life is I didn't spend more time traveling. You know? So yeah. get out there. I know you got to work hard. You got to work for the man. You got to make the money. I get that. But make that money and then spend it all on your, yeah. on your traveling. Good for you, Catherine. We want to live more like you. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, congratulations on going into financial ruin. Yay! But at least she's happy. She yeah, she is. Happy. She's happy on an airplane. Attack. Follow Elvis on Twitter at Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. As you know, we're all obsessed with Tate's Bake Shop cookies, but now we're more obsessed with their tiny cookies. It's Tiny Tate's from Tate's Bake Shop. A single-serve bag of Tate's thin, crispy chocolate chip cookies, the perfect snack. Visit tatesbakeshop.com, promo code Elvis, for 20% off. You hear these stories all the time about kids, like young kids, they see mommy and daddy use their credit card, and they kind of learn how to do it. So yeah. they, they go out and buy things. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I did that when I was a kid. You use mommy and daddy's credit card? Yeah, I remember going down to the electronic store. Oh, no. And buying walkie-talkies because <laughs> I used a credit card that my dad didn't keep with him all the time. Yeah. And they found out, and of course, you know, there was there was hell to pay. <laughs> but this, this story about a 12-year-old boy, his name, uh, he's from Sydney, Australia. He stole his parents' credit card, tricked his grandmother into giving him his passport. Twelve years old, he flew to Bali on his own vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how old was he? Twelve. Holy moly. He managed to book himself flights, a hotel room, and he departed the country no problem. He told his family he was going to school. He rode his Razor scooter to the train station. From there, he traveled to the airport. And then the 12-year-old boy, using a self-service check-in terminal, boarded a flight for Perth and then Indonesia. Now, 
when his parents realized, did his parents ever realize he was in Bali? Well, let's go on and talk about it. <laughs> he was only quizzed once when the staff asked him for ID to prove he was over 12. They confirmed he was okay. They let him on the plane. They asked for his student ID and he, in his passport, he had it. Yeah. He went on his adventure. In Bali, he checked into the All Seasons Hotel. He told the staff he was waiting for his sister to arrive. After his school reported he was absent, his family scrambled to find out where he was. <laughs> I'm reading the story, as you can tell. Discovering he was in Bali, his mother, Emma, flew there to bring him back. <laughs> Said, this is, this is weird. Our son, of course, he hates the word no, but this is crazy. They were shocked and disgusted, no emotion to feel what we felt. When we felt when we found out he was overseas. Now here's my question: What kind of punishment do you get for that one? Like that's like never coming out of your room for like nine years or something. Well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, look, I'm not a parent, but I'm, I would almost be sort of proud he could figure it out. But all the scary things that could have happened to oh, him. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I, it's nice that he's smart, but that that smart is scary. One and two, you just you don't do that. Your kids could do it. You know, oh, yeah. Spencer could do it in a heartbeat. That scares me. Spencer's too smart for his own good. Or I remember when I could barely I could barely put my head over the steering wheel. I took my parents' car for a ride. Oh, yeah. My, I must yeah. have been like eight. Oh, jeez. I mean, like eight years old. My, nine. My brother did that, and then he parked it back in a different spot. So my dad was like, if you steal the car, at least put it back in the same spot. And my brother goes, well, that spot wasn't available. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have. Like, what crazy thing did you do, or do you know of any kids that actually hopped on an airplane and flew? Not that. The worst I did was sleep at my boyfriend's house when I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> like, I didn't do that. I know, but even then, that's bad. Your oh, mom hated bad. you for it for oh, a yeah. minute or oh, two. She never found out till I got older. Oh. And then she couldn't believe that I did something that bad, that terrible. <laughs> but to be able to hop on an airplane at 12 years old, fly to a, a foreign country, That's a beautiful amazing. Bali's gorgeous. Yeah, I'd like to go to Bali too. I know. No, we can't. All the 12 year olds have all the rooms. <laughs> I mean, and I guess nowadays, you know, a lot of kids do fly by themselves. You know, if the parents are separated or whatever, you know, or they're going to visit their grandparents for the summer or something, the mom puts them on the plane. Grandma meets them on the other side. You know, it happens. You know, people are texting in saying that's probably not a true story. Oh, absolutely it is. Yeah. You know, well, they this and they that. No, you know what? I've 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 been on planes where people are allowed on board on the wrong plane. Yeah. I mean, the, it's not it's not a fail-proof system. It just isn't. And I know that for a fact. Right. But this kid made it all the way. My mom said that the worst thing she did was name my brother the same name as my father because he could, like, forge credit cards. And oh, I know. Stuff. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not brilliant. My mom says, so never name your kid after the husband or, you know, you just don't do it. People She's- are texting in, Danielle. That boy is my spirit animal. Oh, God. And the next person says, I'd beat his ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's what a lot of people do. What do you have? Uh, Becky. Oh, Becky. Hey, uh, Becky, what's going on? Hi, how are you? Doing well. Just perplexed. A 12-year-old kid could fly from Australia to Bali. Yeah. And he made it all the yeah. way. <laughs> using his parents' credit card. That's crazy. So you have a student that took uh, his parents' credit card? Yeah, um, I had a student whose parents decided to, in the middle of the school year, be nice and take him to a vacation. And on vacation, he decided to take his parents' credit card and went um, took an Uber around the island and um, hopped on a plane back to the States. And in the midst of the parents looking for this kid, um, the, ship, the cruise ship left without them, so they were stranded on the island. There you go. Oh, whoa. 
I know. You know, when you're a kid, you don't think about the you know the consequences. No. You don't think about you know screwing up everyone else's vacation. You're like, oh my gosh, let's see if this works. Right. Exactly. You know, when I was a kid, I did simple things like I took the telephone apart. Yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Never did put it back together. I think my brother once forged his um, report card, and the report card came in the mail, and. It was the typewriter back in the day of the typewriter, and the grade was erased. My mom goes, doesn't that grade look a little funny like it was erased and another grade was put on top? And then she realized that, it, that. Wasn't, it wasn't real. So your brother never would have ended up in Bali. He wasn't no. that smart. No. I, I could never have done that. <laughs> Me neither. All right, well, Becky, thank you for listening to us. Have a great day. Thanks for being a cool teacher. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You too. There you go. There was a kid in my son's school now at eight years old that was using my son's card for lunch and the principal had to take my son out of the classroom and say listen just so you know he got a hold of your pin number and he's been charging all his lunch to your card nice. at eight years old he's got this ring this scam going well, on of course it's so easy to figure out I, I mean if you can if you're a kid and you can figure out how to put the round peg in the square yeah. the hole whatever you can figure out how to use your mom's credit card but What's doesn't that scare you if at eight years old you're doing that you're like already well, scamming people or at 12 you're on your way to bali yeah what's scary the most we had growing up in brooklyn was maybe some underage driving where a kid took the parent's car out for a spin right. at 14 years old. But I don't understand how this 12-year-old can get past all these checkpoints internationally. Because. you talk about international it, it, Because you watch your parents do it. Mm-hmm. And they're from Australia. Australians love to travel. I mean, he, he sees it. Yeah, and he has a passport. Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of kids that age do travel by themselves. Absolutely. Hey, Kelsey. Hey. So you didn't take your parents' car. You took your neighbor's car. <laughs> Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> That's Grand Theft Auto. One day, I decided to sneak out, and I was like, I'll go hide in my neighbor's car, and then they ended up going to Chuck E. Cheese, so I went with them. Yeah, why not? Oh, all right. So how old were you when you drove your neighbor's car? Are you snuck in the neighbor's car? I drove it. Well, how, how old were you when you snuck in? Oh, I was like eight or nine. Yeah, see, that's not oh, bad. No. But So when, you never drove a car illegally when you were a little kid? <laughs> oh, well, I did a lot, but... My parents don't know that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully they're not listening, Kelsey. It's okay. Come clean with them. I think they'll they'd be more forgiving now than ever. Well, thanks for listening to us. Have a great day. Okay. Okay. You too. There you go. So crazy. What's uh What's going on there, Gregory? Okay. I have to admit, I too drove my parents' car at 14. My mother got a flat tire, and uh, my my father had to come get her, and we had two cars, and my mother had to leave, so she left. And then I, after the car was fixed, I got in the car and I just drove home because I knew where to go. Forgot that my father had gone into the store to go get some beer. So then I left and I drove the car all the way home in East Brunswick at 14 years old. There you go. Yeah. Wow. I thought it was pretty exciting. I was but talking you know to my I friends. Said? I was eight. Wow. <laughs> That's the difference. I don't even know how my feet touched the gas pedal. I know I, I was going to say. Well, I, I remember kind of having to slide underneath the steering wheel. I mean, I could, someone could have been hurt. It was a very, yeah, very yeah, bad yeah. idea. But when you're eight years old, you're like, no, I want to drive a freaking car. Yeah. I was. I didn't, get, I didn't get on the highway. I'll no. tell you that. Oh, I stayed good. in the neighborhood. We kept it clean. We kept it <laughs> yeah. good. All right. Well, thank you, Gregory. What's uh, up, Garrett? All right. So I was 11 years old. Oh, yeah. Pissed off at my parents. Took the car. Started driving. Called my dad once I had a ton of regret. I go, Dad, don't get mad. He goes, where are you with the car? I'm around the block. Mm-hmm. I, I made it to around the block, and I go, I can't go any further with yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> the pressure was on. It, it just, but you're, look, we're lucky we're alive, yep. you know, or we didn't hurt someone else. Exactly. Or at least run over the neighborhood cat It or felt something. like I drove to California from New York, but I only literally went about four houses around the corner. What yeah, a thrill very seeker. Dangerous. Do not try this at home. Hello, Olivia, or anywhere. Hello, yeah. Olivia. Hi, so how are you, you guys? Doing well. So you're in the business of uh, forging fake permission slips. 
<laughs> yes. What did you do? Before there was social media or phones with cameras, I used to um, want to hang out with my girlfriends for a week in the summer, and I used to tell my parents that I had cheer camp, and I would type out a whole permission slip and have them also give me money to go with it. Like, oh, it's going to cost $100 for her, and then we would have cash to spend while I stood at my girlfriend's house all week. There you go. Wow. And my yeah. parents never caught on. And now that I have kids, I'm like, oh, thank you, Lord, that there's an iPhone and I can FaceTime you and see where you really are. Yeah, there you exactly. Go. You know, I never I never forged anything. I never got that smart. Oh. <laughs> I never figured that out. I, I really hope that my kids take after my husband because he was afraid of a fly. I was a little bit more of a wild child. Yeah, Sounds that like was it. me. I was afraid of a fly. All right. <laughs> Olivia, thank you. Have a good day. Stop thank forging you. things. You it's a It's time in life to stop forging things. Yeah, yeah. let's not do that. Thanks. I know, but... You know, Part of you, like I said, part of you is like, wow, this kid made it all the way to Bali. What a, what a smart kid. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing that he could do that and figured it all out. But it's, it's also, it also scares me a little bit that it, at 12 he's already doing that. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this poor, these poor parents, what do they have ahead of them? Well, what else could he learn to do? I <laughs> mean, scary, scary brings up the fact that you can learn how to do almost anything in yeah. life on YouTube. That is true. My guess is this kid there. watched a YouTube video on how to travel. How to use mom and dad's credit card. <laughs> And he did it, and he executed it perfectly. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. If my 12-year-old has any ideas right now, don't get any. Mommy knows what you're doing. Do they listen to us? Yeah, and he's getting up now, so yeah. Wait, you let your kids listen to this smut? I, they do, so because so I'll go home sometimes, and they'll go, Mom, what did you mean by... And I go, nothing. Nothing. I didn't mean anything Turn the by station. That. Go listen to Light FM. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right, yeah, go listen to hip-hop. It's yeah. much, much more sedate. <laughs> so, uh, a new phone tap. The king of all phone taps, uh, Dave Brody. You have one coming up? This is my best one in months. Oh, I'm excited. You know what? You're really selling selling it. I mean, you know, you... I never do that. This time, I mean it. Is it? No. Which character is this? The Magnificent Murray. Yeah. The Magnificent Murray. I love him. <laughs> I wish there really was a Magnificent Murray. <laughs> anyway, he can make you disappear. <laughs> that's on the way. Also, uh, the royal baby is bouncing around the UK. Yeah. Did you see how beautiful the mom still is? Yeah. How'd she do that two seconds later? I don't know. We got to mm-hmm. talk about that. Suspect. Are they scamming us? I don't know. Elvis. Elvis, Elvis, Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Your mom doesn't want the same overdone gifts this Mother's Day. What she really wants is time with the family. Use Groupon to save when you take her to her favorite restaurant or spa. Save up to $100 a week on what you do every day. Download the app and save Groupon. <laughs> Hello, lady! All right, we're about to get into the phone tap. Now, you know, Dave Brody is the, uh, well, he used to be the self-anointed king of all phone taps. Yeah. And now we believe he's the king of all phone taps. Yeah, I think so. Don't get mad, Scary. Scary is No, I'm not offended, but you know what? I'm I'm sec. Maybe I'm number two. You are definitely number two. I knew you was going to say that. (laughs) Why are you number two? Why can't I be number two? Because number two... (laughs) Well. It's sort of an insult. <laughs> That's, I was going for the joke, really. Oh, you were? Okay, okay. so anyway, so you're... You, I missed you, that. You have been doing phone taps for so long, and I remember our first original successful phone tap was from you, and that was how many years ago? 19. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I think it's time to just stop doing them. I, so I agree. You know me. I'm with you. Anyway, so the show's 22 years old, and he's been doing them for 19 years, and uh, time and time again... Well, no, you've had some clunkers along the way. I don't think that's accurate. No, it's very accurate. <laughs> He but definitely has the most experience. We've all had clunkers. Yeah, no, I had a couple. Just a couple. But I look at all the thousands that you did that were just, you know, blue ribbon, mm-hmm. hit them out of the park phone taps. 
I'm you very did, proud. You did very well. <laughs> so you're saying out of all the phone taps you've done, how many have you done? Do you have a counter going? Uh, probably seven, eight hundred. Oh imagine, my gosh, that many? Yeah. Out of all of them, you're saying this is the best one ever? No, no, no. <laughs> no. Pressure's on. No, I said this is the best one I've done, in, I think, in a couple of months. Only because the, the woman in this really got upset. She is not happy with the Magnificent Murray. Like, she well, really didn't like what I had to say. Oh, wow. And I still can't believe people believe it. This is one of my things about phone taps. I have several things about phone taps. One of them is I can't believe someone would stay on the phone this long. See, I would... I just hang up on them. I, I, I wouldn't sit there and put up with it, but there are people out in the world who have to have the last word. Oh, yeah. They have to win every fight, and therefore those are the best ones to phone tap. I have a phone tap that was so good it will never see the light of day. Why? Because the the dad was so angry that I did the tap, and it was like a, a Hooters phone tap. And we tra- remember Scary. Yep. Yep. Scary tried to like say to the guy, "We'll give you tickets. We'll give you whatever." And the guy's like, "You're gonna give him cash." I do not care. It will, and it was probably one of the best I have ever done. So is it safe to say most of the, the the best phone taps we'll never hear? Some of them, yeah. Yeah, I have two that will never air that were just off the charts great. Wow. But mm-hmm. they didn't want them to air once they heard what they sounded like. Was there a way we can yeah. distribute them without putting them on the air and without being sued? Been working on that for a while. Yeah. All right, we'll get to that. Let's get to the Dave Brody phone tap. Let's see what it's all about. All right, Brody, what's it all about? Elvis, our listener Malcolm had heard of Magnificent Murray way back and wanted to do it to uh, his wife, Camille. And so they're planning a birthday party for their eight-year-old son, and he, of course, was put in charge of the entertainment. So he hired me, (laughs) unfortunately for her, the Magnificent Murray. (laughs) Hello? This is uh, the Magnificent Murray. Your husband hired me to uh, entertain at Todd's party. Yeah, yeah. Malcolm asked me to call you and go over some details about Todd uh, for the party, and then I'm going to run. Oh, is that Todd crying in the background? No, no, that's our that's our youngest. Oh, okay, okay. Well, we'll have to do a party yeah. for him in the future. All right, listen, I got a bunch of tricks I want to run by you. Malcolm picked out a bunch that he liked off sure, the Sure, sure, sounds good. Okay, so the first trick I come out and I give uh, I give all the kids ponchos. You know, okay. I bring out the uh, the fabulous Franny. Fabulous Franny, no extra charge. She's my assistant. She's also my niece. A little bit of a hottie, if you know what I mean. Anyway, so she comes out and uh, we do a trick called fish guts. Fish guts. Yeah, here's how it works. Here's how it works. So Franny comes out. She doesn't say a word. She doesn't speak, right? Comes out. I wave my magic wand, right? And then I punch her in the gut, and she spits fish guts all over the kids. How great is that? What? Fish guts. Right? And it's a play on words, right? Because I I punch her in the gut, and then the fish comes out. No. Absolutely not. And and you're putting the ponchos on, so no. Well, I'm not putting what, the kids. What put else the do you have? No. Let's move on. What's the next one that you have? All right, this We're one's not good. We're doing that one. All right, so this one's called pick and flick. This one's really great. Okay, I take a condom, right, and I shove it in my right what? nostril. Hold on, and, and I and I tell everybody I'm going to pull it out of my left nostril. Wait a minute. Hold on okay. now. And then instead of the condom coming out of my left nose, I pull out a giant booger and I flick it on one of the lucky winners. The lucky winner? What? Yeah, you know, like pick a winner? No, this can't be This can't be right. The birthday boy's going to win. I'm going to throw the booger right at him. Don't worry, he's going to win. You're going to throw a booger on my son. Okay, I got to be honest, again, it's, it's, it's pick and flick, so more I flick it at him. This sounds ridiculous. This is horrible. This is one you're going to love. This is a trick I call tricky dick. I come out and I tell the kids, what? do you guys want to meet my friend Magic Richard? And they go, yes, we want to meet Magic Richard. I go, okay, great. All right, I ask the kids if no. they want to meet. Hold on. I ask no. Them, hold on. I, listen to me. Listen. No. I, I don't, listen, no. I, I take out my magic How? wand, and I wave it over my magic zipper. And then I clap my hands, my pants pop open, and boom, the kids get to meet Tricky Dick. How's what? that? Big finish. No. Absolutely not. No. I got streamers. No. I, no. I, you know listen, what? I'm I got to go. Murray. He already paid me. So, listen, you, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be happy. It's all done. He already paid you. No, I'm stopping payment on that. Too late for that. I already cashed oh, that check. Hell no. No. 
Hey, Malcolm. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> she, she does not like the magnificent Murray. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dude. She's she texting me now. What does it say? <laughs> Call me now. <laughs> All right, here we go. Malcolm, who did you hire for Todd's party? He's insane. Magnificent Murray called you, right? He's horrible. Why is he giving the kids ponchos and flicking the boogers? Uh, what? Baby, listen, he, he's like the Jay-Z of magicians. I'm telling you, he's real good. You idiot! Come on, baby. This, did he tell you about pick and flick? Did he yes, tell you? it's disgusting! Calm down. Just calm down. Then he wants to punch some woman in the gut oh. in front of the kid. Oh, uh, the uh, fabulous Franny. Yeah, that, she looks what? good, too. Yeah. Malcolm, I swear on all that I have, okay. if you do not fire this man, okay. we are done. Um, he's the best. I mean, he's the Copperfield Kanye of what? the district. That's right. Listen to your husband. I'm the best. What? I'm the magnificent Murray. <laughs> Why are you on the phone? Yeah, what that. is going on? Come here. It's magic. I'm a magician. I'm on the no. phone. Are you <laughs> <laughs> Camille, calm down. Calm down. It's, it's... Both of you, both of you are kids. Do you hear me? Yeah. Uh, you're on the radio. This is Dave Brody from Elmstrand in the Morning Show. No, I can't believe this. I'm so embarrassed. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right, look how the guy's like, yeah, fabulous Franny. <laughs> yeah, like, and you're the Jay-Z of magicians. <laughs> Holla. That was, that was, that was awesome. Oh my God! See what I'm saying? They stay on the phone. They I would I would have slammed that phone down, but thank God there are people that don't. If you have someone in your life that's very, very gullible, very phone tappable, let us know all about them. Go to ElvisDuran.com and click on the phone tap link. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. And there you go, the king of all phone taps, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Brody. Look at him. He's so smug. He is. He's like, who, me? Who, me? I'm the king of all phone tips. What are you talking about? All right, let's talk about ZipRecruiter. I talk about him several times a week. because I want, I want to remind you, if you're the person in charge of hiring at your company, I know it's it's not easy. And mm. you, don't want to, you don't want to embarrass yourself. You don't want to hire the wrong person because right. then you're the wrong person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why ZipRecruiter is the way to go. You come up with your incredible ad for the job you have open. One click, boom, it goes out to all of the ZipRecruiter force and what they do is they find the people who are most qualified to come work for you, and then they invite them to apply. So, therefore, you don't have to get resumes and emails and whatever from a 1,000 people. Right. As a matter of fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter, they get a quality candidate through the site in just a day. Damn. And they even spotlight the strongest applications you receive so you never miss a great match. They're, they're in the... The cockpit with you. They're going to help you hire that next superstar for your business, no matter how large, no matter how small. Businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter to hire, and you should trust them, too, for free. I'll pay for your next hire. Complimentary. It's complimentary. Yes. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. It is National Pigs in a Blanket Day. Oh, yeah. T's a little upset because we haven't gone out there to eat them. I, I had mine before my deadline. I have to get some. And uh, our friends from Echo Smith walked in, and they devoured their pigs in a blanket. Okay, good. Is that Gregory calling? Why do you call? You're you're down the hall. Yeah, but now i got to finish cleaning up because that's exactly it. Elvis, again, you're the only one that came out to, like, say thank you and have some. And then I made all this, all these uh, hot dogs. Nobody ate some. I was going to come out next break. Can you save me some? No, 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 this is insane. The morning show thinks it's a restaurant. <laughs> I said, 
Well, no, you are hosting the Pigs in a Blanket yeah. party, so I don't know you're, why you're, you're bitching and moaning. But it's very difficult to cook for you guys. All you do is put them in a toaster oven. Then they go, then they get cold, then they get hard. All right. Scotty B comes out and goes, oh, they're too hard. I go, but dude, I already made them. You're, I can't time it out. All right. Well, listen, I can't believe we're, we're going down the negative negative trail with your Pigs in a Blanket conversation. I love, I love that you love them. Thank you. I love, love them. them. You know, people say that I give you the most hell, and I do, no. but you know, people don't know that I give you the most support. The most support, the most love, the most everything. Oh, I'm going to vomit. It's true. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I got to go. Can I get a raise? No. Yeah, 2018 iHeartRadio Wango Tango by AT&T. Uh, let me tell you, another iHeartRadio concert going on in Los Angeles. We announced the performers yesterday, Sean Mendez. Listen to this. It's a summertime show mm-hmm. in L.A. Sean Mendez, Megan Trainer, Five Seconds of Summer, NF, Marshmallow, Logic with a special guest performance, Miguel, Janelle Monet, Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande. <laughs> AT&T is giving eligible customers ticket access before anyone else with the AT&T Thanks Priority presale. It's happening now. If you're an AT&T-er, download your AT&T Thanks app. Get your tickets first. It is the season for festivals. And once again, iHeartRadio is coming through with the biggest one, Wango Tango. Look it up. Mm. Wango Tango by AT&T. Um, um, oh, let's talk about the royal baby, shall we? Yeah, Gary, shall do you have any we? music for this? Yes, I do. Shall we? Look, I don't want to be the one to start some scam scandals mm-hmm. or whatever, but even this texter said, Kate coming out of the hospital looks like someone had a baby for her. Mm-hmm. She was in heels by that afternoon. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. We now travel to the royal baby. Mm. Let me read this out of today's New York Post. Britain's new prince has arrived. Prince William and Kate Middleton welcomed their latest bundle of joy at 11 a.m. yesterday, according to Kensington Palace. And just seven hours later, the baby, who had yet to be named, was already being introduced by the adoring public, by his proud mum and dad outside St. Mary's Hospital in London. Look how beautiful Kate looks. She just gave birth, and now she's wearing heels out front. Mm. And here come the conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. They're saying that she didn't have that baby. Okay. You've had a baby. Can you talk about this? Okay, so first of all, if if she had a C-section, there's no way in hell she's walking out of that hospital like that. Well, so she didn't have a C-section. I don't think so, but... The royals don't speak of such things. I think, here's what I think, because after I had a baby... There's a lot of stuff going on with your body, and you're not wearing a dress, walking around in heels, looking great. I mean, she does have a royal hairdresser that was there right away, and her makeup artist and everything, and they were planning her outfit ahead of time. That that happens because she's a royal. But maybe, just maybe, she had the baby a couple of days ago, and they said she had the baby yesterday, and then like three days later, so now here I am. Really? Looking fabulous. You see, this is a theory I had not heard until just now, Danielle. I mean, you know, I mean, because she does look damn good, or maybe she knows she's a royal, and she has to suck it up. Put on the dress, put on the granny panties and the big tampon because you're bleeding all over the damn oh, place after you have a baby. Oh, I'm get, this is honesty. Yes, it's you, on, people it's who've honesty. had a baby know what I'm talking about. Walk out there. Hi, everyone. Here's my baby. And then you crawl back into the bed. Who Could knows? be. Could be. She looks beautiful in the picture. They both look so happy. Yeah. All right. She must be cursed. Though. I think if she just had a baby in, in her head, she's like, you mother. <laughs> I have to stand <laughs> out here and do this. I know. Well, they just wait for a moment. They weren't out there yeah. for that long. Uh, people are calling in to check in. Hello, Stacy. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? We're wondering about this royal baby and, and, and the royal mum. What do you think? 
Do you think oh there's a, the conspiracy that Danielle said that she had the baby several days ago? Oh, I don't know. But I think she's superhuman to go through, like, all the sickness and everything she does at the beginning. And then to be able to walk out of there like that looking so amazing. Yeah. Did you, have you had kids? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you know that there's all things yeah. going on and you're not just walking around like everything's hunky-dory. No. No. Yeah. You're probably wearing a diaper, right? Exactly. You're wearing granny panties with a big thingy. Okay. Let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about that for, for a second. Yeah. So, so w- when a baby comes out, mm-hmm. your plumbing is all loosened up. Yes. So you really have little or no control over some bodily functions, yes, I must and, assume. And there's a lot oh, yeah. of liquid still coming out, and right. there's a lot of there's mm-hmm. blood. And, oh, okay. you know, especially right. if you've just delivered, you know, that way. Um, and, and you have to, for a couple of days, you have to wear... Diapers and stuff like that to, right. to, to, you know, so, I mean. Well, this texture saying I can barely squeeze my fat ass into stretch jeans during my period, much less heels following a childbirth. Yeah, I mean, your feet are all swollen and stuff. So, I, maybe those are a bigger size. I don't know. I don't know. So, Stacy, do you think something screws going on or did she, did she do as Danielle predicted or said that she may have done? She just sucked it up, took pictures and ran back in and curled back into the fetal position. Yeah, I hope she just sucked it up. I want to believe that, right? Yeah, you want to believe it. All right. Well, they, thank you. They pushed her out the door. Here you go. I know. Propped her up. Okay, wave to everybody. Hold your baby. Okay. Thank All you, right, Stacey. Now you can break down again. Yeah. Right. Here's what I'm thinking. You know, I was so gung-ho about having a baby because I think it's it's selfish yeah. that Mother Nature only allows women to have babies. I want to experience it. Now yeah. I'm reconsidering. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff that goes on, Elvis. Sounds like it. Yeah. Sounds like you need some sort of... Like manhole cover. <laughs> you do. You need a plug. Hello, Cheryl. Hi. So six hours after you had your third baby, you were cleaning up your own hospital room. You were up and at him. So it's different for different moms, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I brought Clorox wipes, and I was wiping the whole room down while she was still in the warmer, and everyone was getting her ready. But I was, I was ready to leave. After the third, you're just done. You're ready to just <laughs> go back to regular because... Ain't no time to slow down. The other ones still are crying for mommy. Right. Wow. But the thing is, did you want to have your hair and makeup done and go outside and greet the public? I mean, that's a lot. She was the first one that I at, took a shower at the hospital, and I was like, okay, let's get back to normal as quick as possible. Wow, wow look at that. Well, see, I was the third baby, and I my mom said I shot out like a like a, a yeah. turd. That's just fell yeah, like, right out. That, that one just kind of folds out. You're yeah. like, okay. It falls yeah, because you're all lubed up already, so, you know. It, it falls out. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. <laughs> Just fell out. One of the baby, one of my moms said one of the kids in my family, dad went and he parked the car and he came back to the hospital upstairs and the baby was already born. The baby, the baby was in kindergarten my already. My brother was almost born in the toilet. I mean, it, sometimes oh, it happens Lord. fast. <laughs> Hello, Michelle. Hi. So you're a midwife. Talk about it. I am. I am. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm on the radio. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I'm a midwife, and I think yeah, Kate Middleton had her third baby. Yes, you're right. The baby could possibly just come out very easily. I actually think she probably just had an unmedicated birth, um, and that's why she looks so great and can get into her heels after oh, delivery. Okay, so if you had a medicated birth, I could see how you would look a little confused yeah. so soon after the – you would look like you had that sleepy look. So you think she did natural with no epidural or anything? I do, Oof. and I mean, yeah. Damn. God bless <laughs> with her. The natural, so with an un, with a natural birth, I mean, you can get up and walk around and take a shower, put your makeup on, and heels and jewelry, and look fabulous. Yeah, but wait a minute. Um, the, the on the bottom part, after you push that kid out, the same stuff is going to be going on. 
Well, yeah, but she's also a trained royal, right? She that knows is true. How to work the yeah, cameras. you got to clench. <laughs> you know, they're all uptight. I mean, all the royals they they clench daily. <laughs> you got to be a, you know what I'm saying? What's wrong with you? I'm clenching. I'm clenching. All right, well, thank you, Michelle. Thank you for your perspective. You I appreciate class, it. A clenching class? Yeah, the royal clenchers. <laughs> I, I don't know, but but congratulations. Oh yeah, we're happy for you. Baby's all happy and all cool and cute little baby. There you go. Uh, all right. Oh, look, Echo Smith is eating our pigs in a blanket. Oh, good. Somebody's got to. <laughs> well, good. They're performing for you in like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. So hang on. Danielle. Yes. What do you got going on? Okay, so um, Apple Music spent a few million dollars to purchase a documentary about Ed Sheeran. Um, and it will be in between the release of his albums, Multiply and Divide. And speaking of Ed Sheeran, so he's talking about his next album. He's saying how he knows he spent, he sold millions with this last album. And he said he wouldn't be too upset if he didn't do the same thing with the next album because he really wants to put out an album that he knows his fans are going to love and that he's going to love putting out. So if it doesn't do as well as the last one did, he's okay with that. He, he totally gets it and he understands. So I guess we'll see what happens. That sounds kind of weird. It does. I'm letting you know. You're not going to love my next album quite as much. You may not. So prepare for lower numbers. <laughs> so we'll see. It's like when you make dinner for your friends, and as soon as they start eating it, you look at them and go, no, no it's a little too salty. Yeah. You may not like it. My next one will be better. Chloe uh, Kardashian apparently is about to get some bad news about Tristan Thompson. She doesn't need any more bad news, but... Apparently, one of the mistresses is on the verge of joining a reality series called Gold Diggers. So, hmm. yeah, that's not going to be good. They've been quiet, though. I think she just at this point wants, you know, to spend time with the baby, and she just wants to get on with everything. Uh, Adele is looking into acting, and according to Britain's Daily Mail, she is in negotiations to star in a remake of the classic musical Oliver, based on the Charles Dickens novel Oliver Twist. I played Oliver in school. Yes, I know I'm a girl, but I still played Oliver. Uh, so we'll see what happens, see if she's going to do it. That'll be exciting if she does. Um, let's see. Idol's going to air live in every time zone for the next three weeks starting next Monday. So everybody in the country will be voting at the same exact time, no matter what time it is in you know your location. Uh, nice for what by Drake. Holding steady at the top of the Hot 100. I think Drake has been on top of the Hot 100 for like, what, 16 years yeah, now. He deserves like, it. At least that's what it seems it's all like. Good. And a contestant on the a contestant on the college edition of Jeopardy last week said that if he won the grand prize, he would spend it on Taco Bell. He didn't win, but Taco Bell gave him $500 in gift cards. <laughs> a lot of tacos. There you go. Look at that's that great tea. Echo Smith is eating your pigs in a Look. blanket. I know. I finally made somebody happy. You did. <laughs> it's you great. Did. You know why? Because they are cool kids. That's why. <laughs> oh. That's right, because they are cool kids. Thank you, Gregory. That's right. You're, you're taking all this credit for pigs in a blanket. You just open the freezer and take them out and throw them in a. In a yeah, I had oven. to. I had to set up the uh, the the DeLonghi, uh, oven. I had to cook it. I had to put the 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 mustard and the ketchup <laughs> and right. the relish together. Well, you guys enjoy your nutritious breakfast. Cool kids. Cool kids. <laughs> you're gonna burp up smoke in a few right. minutes. All right. What else you got going on, Danielle? Uh, no, that's it. All right. Cool. Okay. So Echo Smith is here. They're performing for you. They're coming up next. Elvis's personal Instagram account. Follow him now at Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. In today's connected world, it takes just one weak link and your personal information can get into the wrong hands. Good thing new LifeLock with Norton now has protection for your identity and devices. Join at LifeLock.com and use promo code Elvis for an extra 10% off your first year. Everything is awesome. 
think it's awesome. Thank you guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you for listening. Everything you see or think or say is awesome. It's nice to just listen to everybody laughing. All those things kind of make me a big hoe. <laughs> Talking about other things that get your mind off your daily stress. Well, I don't want your poopicles on I me. I don't want your poopicles either. I don't want anyone's poopicles. You guys are awesome. And Elvis Duran, you are the man. Oh, hey. Your shows, you know, keep it up just the way that it is. You guys are awesome. Everything is awesome. Is Elvis Duran in the morning show? All right, so Echo Smith is here. They're about to perform for us. One sister, two brothers. Yeah. I'm like, well, how does that work? Well, the question <laughs> is, how does any band work? I right. mean, you're basically on the road with each other. You're working with each other. You're riding with each other, performing with each other. You might as well be brothers and sister. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Echo Smith performing for us in just a second. Around the room, Scary, what's on your mind today? If you're wine illiterate like me, you got to get this app. It's called Vivino. It's a free app in the App Store. Oh, Vivino's great. Oh, my God. You're just now getting Vivino? Yes. Hello. You, you go into a wine store where you don't know anything, and you just start scanning every label into your phone, and it tells you the quality, the price, what kind of wine it is. And I'm like, this is the perfect app for me. Oh, I like that. Got to get Vivino. And they're not pay- a paid sponsor either. I'm just... All right. Perfect. Vivino. Thank you, Scary. <laughs> hey, Danielle, what are you up to? Uh, so yesterday I saw this guy, and he was in all gold lame running down uh, a hill in New York City. And he was running. And at first I was like, you know what? It's a little strange. It looks very strange. But then I thought, we always say, you do you. So I smiled, and I was very happy that the guy was actually being himself and was able to express himself and have a great time in New York City. And that's what New York City and a lot of places are all about. Look. Yes. We love this place. Yes. People visit and they're like, oh, New Yorkers are much nicer than we were ever told they were. They always say that. They're like, you're not nasty. You you gave me the right direction. Exactly. <laughs> My favorite thing is when I give directions and I walk three blocks down the road and down the street and I'm like, wait a minute. I think I sent them the wrong way. Yeah. And I try to go find them and I yeah, can't. Yeah. You feel guilty. Oops. I'm like, sorry. What's up with you today, Froggy? You know, Elvis, are you one of those people that maybe you're waiting for an elevator? You walk up, there's somebody else waiting for the elevator. And the light is already pushed. You can see it's already, like, lit. Clearly, they have already pushed the button. Do you walk over and push it? No. No. Thank you. All you got to do is push it one time. Yeah, the one time. Your push isn't going to make the elevator come faster. Nope. Right. If you push it, if you hold it down, if you push it seven times, it's not going to come any quicker. Please. I think what this is, is we get nervous in front of strangers. So we're like, what do I do? I think I'll just push this button 55 times. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Elevator elevator etiquette's a weird thing. Because if you live in New York City and you live in a high rise like I do, like Scary does, I mean, you you run into strangers on the elevator all the time, and then there's that small talk between your floor and their floor. Oh, yeah. And uh, you're like, oh. That's str- those it's strange moments. Typically about the weather. Always <laughs> <laughs> about It's all about the weather. And then I always say, oh, really? We're going to talk about the weather? And then the total stranger will look at me like, what else is there to talk about? I like to find out point out something I like on them. Like, oh, your shoes are really nice. Or, oh, your hair looks so cute like that, you know? Look at them in the eye and go, hey, let's do it. <laughs> Could you imagine? The problem with doing it on the elevators, if, if you push the emergency stop button, a bell rings. Right. It used so. to be in the old days, you'd just be nice and quiet between the th- third and fourth floors. You could do it. Not I'm sorry. Am I speaking out loud? Yeah. So we met Echo Smith at one of our iHeartRadio events, and we always wanted to have them come in and do their thing for you live. And now they're here. They're single over my head. Of course, everyone loves it. It's available now. And maybe, if we're nice, they'll do a cover for us. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. Well, hold on a second. Yes, Nate, what? Well, they're doing Cool Kids first. <gasps> oh, oh yeah. Love cool kids. All right, all right. This is why I know them, from Cool Kids. Mm. Anyway, uh, even though they are siblings, my point is, well, aren't all bands 
basically siblings. I mean, you're on the road with each other. You do everything with each other. You're right with each other. So we're going to find out what the difference is with yeah. them because, I mean, psh. Yeah. And, and they are at a point now, Echo Smith, in their careers where they do lively, fun, well-produced concerts. So the fact that they're here doing a, a set for us in our crappy little studios. Yeah, it's very cool. We're very honored. Thank you. So please welcome to the show, Echo Smith. Hey, Woo! guys. Welcome. Hey, thank you. Thanks for being here and all dressed up. Look at you. Thanks. We try. We try to show up nice. I mean, you guys had pigs in a blanket, so we got to <laughs> dress up for that occasion. We know how to cater for the finest of events. <laughs> I know. I'm happy. All right. I know I can tell. A little wiener wrapped in a blanket makes everyone happy. Yeah, I know. I'm a little too happy about it. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I know it's early, but they're going to sound great. It's Echo Smith. Woo! in a straight line that's not really her style and they got the same heartbeat but hers is falling behind nothing in this world could ever bring them down yeah they're invincible and she just in the background she says, wish that I could be like the cool kids, cause all the cool kids, they seem to fit in, wish that I Smith. Woo! Unbelievable. Yeah. 
See, you have no idea out there. You sound unbelievable. This sounds like it's. It sounds like you're lip syncing. Yeah. I gotta be. Are you lip syncing? Well, we are. No, <laughs> are, 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 are you guys, I wish I was. It's early. Are you Thanks. cheating the system? No, seriously. You know, Engineer Jeff does an an unbelievable job. Where we do have people complain all the time. Why are you playing a track? We know they're not live. It sounds. Do awesome. people do that here? I mean, it's such a tiny room. You can't really. Fake it like that. I mean, you can, but but you all sound so awesome. Real. And your friend, uh, your friend Josh is joining you on the on, on the guitar. Is that Josh? This is actually Jacob. Uh, Jacob. Oh, which well, we actually used to have someone named Josh. What so happened I don't to Josh? He's new, <laughs> but he hates being called Josh. Sorry so, about the. Oh, Jacob. I'm sorry. Poked at a wound like right there. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, so we so we lost Josh along the way, but right. we but we gained Jacob. We're kind of excited. <laughs> we like Jacob. Josh, all right. Jacob, Jacob. All right. Jacob. It's all the J's. All right. So you're gonna do another song for us. Yes. All right. Once again, this is live. This isn't. We're not cheating anyone. There's no scandal going no. on. No. No scandals here. All right. Let's get back to Echo Smith. Track number two. Let's see what, they, what, what song you're gonna do. This is over my head. Oh, this is the song. one. This, this is the is one you can the buy one. now. All right. Echo Smith. Over my head. Over my head, over my head, over my head. 
you go. Over my head, that's Echo Smith. Wow. Of course, I'm sorry, we renamed them Jacob and Echo Smith. <laughs> That was awesome. That so if you so if, if you uh, if you have if you buy that song, you yeah. buy that cut. It's a whole different arrangement. So I mean, as they do it live, yeah, it's it's so cool how you can you can switch into the live mode. Hi guys, come on in. I don't know what Hi. buttons to push. Just sit down at a microphone. <laughs> Find a microphone. It's yours. Hello, hello. Hi. Thank you guys for coming in. Of course, uh, Sydney and Graham and Noah. Hello. It, it is early, but you sound awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, thanks for having us so early. Well, thanks for being here. How do you so look so damn good this early? Oh, stop. Hair and makeup, people. <laughs> yeah. We had some help, that is for sure. It's, but the, I, it's the oil from the pigs in a blanket you ate. It's rubbed I it on promise, my face. That helps my throat, I think. I think that's going to be my new like pre-show ritual. <laughs> Maybe people, it's, like, some people have potato chips. It could be mustard. Oil. Mustard doesn't. Yeah, but I got to say pigs in a blanket. That's on our rider now. <laughs> Don't do that. So many things you could Every be putting on your, on your rider. Yeah, so, yeah, you know what? Okay, so look back when you guys were kids and you're making a lot of noise in the house. Did mom and dad like that? Were they okay with that? Or did they, did, did they encourage this? They encouraged it, yeah, which is obviously why we're here and able to. I mean, we've been doing music together for like 12 years now, which is kind of crazy. So, I think that definitely wouldn't have been possible if they were like, nope, too loud. Yeah. Right. Um, but our dad is a musician and songwriter and producer, and he co wrote pretty much all our songs with us. So, he was definitely involved and super encouraging with it all. And our toys were basically just instruments. So, it just was natural for us to pick them all up. I must assume that what a great house to grow up in, the house filled with music. I mean, Good I gotta time. say, it was pretty fun. So, I'm not okay. mad about it. So, you guys were making music as kids, as siblings, whatever. And then one day, it turns into this out of the house experience like where was your where was your first out of the house gig do you remember yeah yes. our first show was at a walk run benefit to raise money for uh fighting breast cancer oh cool actually pretty cool right um and then we played at a bunch of the elementary schools we're very popular in that scene it was a good time yep, and farmers markets <laughs> farmers markets street perform every single day in santa monica right and we would drive there every day in the summers and play there for hours and if we made enough tips we would go and get Dinner. Well, how much would oh, yeah. well, wow. a day's tips in, in Santa Monica be on I mean, a, on a nice know. sunny day? I mean, probably somewhere between fifty. And there were times no, like if well, you're really we killing like two hundred dollars. There was one time, a few times we got like two hundred bucks, and wow. maybe three hundred if you're lucky. And then we're like, woo, we are getting coffee and dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. we're eating more than once well, today. You lived out there, right? So yeah. I was gonna say, where would you stay then? Well, we technically at that time lived in Chino, which is right. at least an hour and a half from there. So it was a little bit of a commute every yeah. day. But yeah. I mean. It helped us get used to playing in front of people, especially if they didn't care, you yeah. know? It really, you know, humbles you before anything, playing on the street when people are just not they interested. They just walk by. I mean, you know, yeah. they're out there shopping on the promenade, whatever. That was, who was that making noise? <laughs> yeah, making we would noise. do full band sometimes. So Graham was on a full drum set. and Wow. It was very we got loud. in trouble sometimes because we were Good. too loud, but yeah. whatever. Well, no, but look at what happened. And this is the only life you know. So, But if you look at any other bands who formed maybe in college or later, yeah. they didn't have the history that you guys have. Then one day, it, you went from playing in your living room to playing in Santa Monica, and now you're playing on stages with lighting. Right. Elvis and, Duran in the morning yeah, show. Yeah, you're on the biggest radio show in America. Yeah, the what? coolest guy ever. Oh, well, I know, but I mean, it's so... At the end of the day, it's your. This is another day at the office for you. I mean, you're <laughs> working now. This is your right. profession. I mean, yeah. to me, that's just got to be mind blowing. I mean, do you ever yeah. think about it in, in those terms? Like, this is for it for sure. Especially because yeah. most of our friends are like in college or graduating college, and to think like we're going to travel the world, play these shows, play for people that care about what we're creating. I mean, it's yeah. it's really fun. We really enjoy it. Yeah, wow. and our whole goal is to never have to get a real job. And yeah. I think. 
We're on the right track. That's hopefully. our goal too. That's okay. our goal exactly. too. <laughs> exactly. To keep doing what we love. Because at the end, of the, you will get tired, obviously. And there's days where you're not feeling it as mm-hmm. much. But you know, once you get on stage, especially, all that goes away, and you forget about it when you I, see all those people out there. I remember when I yeah. flooded my house, but I still came in and did the show. Oh my! And I had to put wow. on a smiley face. You gotta. It you're shows. on stage. Oh, smiley face. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, when the lights are on. I mean, you know, in, living in New York, we see it every day with our friends yeah. who work on Broadway shows. I mean, they do the yeah. same shows, okay. you know, forty yeah. years in a row. Yeah. They have to be boom. Once the lights are on, you're on. I feel like that's mm-hmm. way harder, by the way. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> we have it pretty easy compared to that. Oh, my God. Look at the text. Their energy is amazing. They sound fantastic. Oh. Wow. Wait, who? You? Uh, no, you guys? no, these <laughs> are moms. These are your moms. Oh, my God. Amazing. So talented. Echo Smith is amazing. Someone wow. said they love their aura. Their aura. Their aura. Can you feel it through the... Radio waves. So you have an aura, but if you're from New York, you called it an aura. Yeah, I was like, wh- why are we talking about the same thing? Right yeah. yeah, there's four <laughs> syllables. It's like radio aura. Like I'm not from New York originally, and when I moved here, I was like, what is she saying? Aura. <laughs> anyway, Echo Smith is here. Sydney Graham and Noah. They just yes. performed for us, and of course, their uh, single "Over My Head's available. The EP is out, right? Yes. But so we're expecting an album at some point. Yes, our and sophomore album. Pressure's on. So. Uh, Soon, later, when? Soon. Um, So basically, all of the music is done. We may, you know, change teeny tiny things, but we are now at the point where we're choosing which songs are going on the album, which is hard because we spent pretty much the past two years writing and recording so many songs, it's ridiculous. Right. Um, But now we need to narrow it down to whatever that magic number is and choose a title and feel good about it and then just continue touring. I mean, it's going to be a long process. But right now, we're on tour, and we're deciding once we finish tour, we need to have an album title set. Is Drake going to be on the album? Drake? <laughs> Drake, that'd be cool. Right. Hey, Drake, if, you can if you're call listening. Him up for us, be I good. think you might no. have a better hookup. We'll but, call you know. him. <laughs> hey, okay, so look, we've been doing this show together for actually this past weekend, 22 years we've all been hey, together. Congrats. So we are family. I, 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 just, all of you together, 22 years? Most yeah. of us, most yeah. Most of us. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. So my thought is, I mean... So we consider ourselves family. So when we get into arguments, we know we're going to get out of them eventually because <laughs> right. we're stuck with each other. There's nothing yeah. we can do about right. it. So I would, I would think the dynamic could be the same with you guys when yeah. you have creative differences. Yeah. How do you think it's different for you versus a band that just put itself together two years ago? I yeah, mean, how do you very argue, honest. Do you argue through things and how, how yeah. vicious can it get? I At mean, times, uh, yeah. It doesn't get too vicious. I think when we were first working on the record, because before initially when we put out our first record, we had a fourth brother in the band. Mm-hmm. Then he had a baby at the end of the cycle, and so we left the band, stopped touring and all that. And so we kind of had to figure out who we were as a three-piece, and that took a lot of conversations, I'll say. And we had to you know, <laughs> figure out how we want our band to sound now that we lost a member, and that... That took a lot. And I think that was probably one of the harder times, but it also was like at the end of the day and we were living together at the time, like, you know, our rooms were a few feet away from each other. And like you had to you had to reconcile. You had to get past yeah. it. You had to get through it. Yeah. And we did. Now we have this music that we're super stoked on. So most families, even even though they can say that they're still close yeah. brothers and sisters and moms and dads, uh, they typically go out and do their own things professionally. One will go into an insurance agency, right. one will be a teacher, one will be a yeah. president of a company, right. whatever. Right. But you guys are still working together. Do you find there is advantage as a family to still be in this family business? It, basically, you're yeah. in the family business. I mean, I think it's great, especially being a girl in the music industry. I think there's just 
you know, you can't always trust everyone, especially, I don't know, I can't imagine just being with a bunch of random dudes all the time. I don't know. I'm I just with find, a bunch of random dudes I know, all the time. I, oh, no. Really? Well, you have to live on a tour bus with these everybody. You know what I mean? So it's nice to just have the comfort of, because yeah. we have, like, the crew in a certain part of the tour bus. They're in the front part of the bunks, and then we're in the back, so it's, like, kind of, like our tiny house, um, but it's just <laughs> nice. Tiny house. Teeny tiny house, um, but it's just nice and comforting to know that you can trust these people because we're family and we yeah. do love each other. We have moments where we don't like each other as much, but we yeah. do right. love each other. So it is helpful um, and it just makes you feel a little more secure. I wouldn't want to do any of this alone, though. So I like I have my brothers here. Well, so uh, then Jacob. Jacob, of course, playing with the kid. Can yes. we talk to Jacob for a second? Hi, so Jacob. Does, does Jacob, does he travel, is he all around the world with you or, or just yes. here? Or? Well, starting with this tour that only started like two-ish weeks he ago. Want to go on. Um, yeah, so he joined us and he's doing great. He's doing awesome. Good job, Jacob. Come on, Jacob. <laughs> Join um, me. And he's not Josh, just to clarify. No, I called him Josh the other day. That's Did why it's like mad? a sore subject. Hurt. Sorry about that. <laughs> His heart's pain. broken. Well, okay, that I, wound. I guess the reason I wanted to ask you this is, I mean, you were working with three people who were, they were, they've seen each other naked in the bathtubs before. I mean, when they were kids, maybe recently. I don't ask questions. But, you're, but, but Jacob, you're, I mean, oh, look what happened there. But Jacob, you're sort of an outsider coming in. I mean, what is it like working with the family dynamic? Moment of truth. Um, I mean, it's crazy how great it is, honestly. Yeah? My family's not this great. Yeah. <laughs> no, just kidding. I love my family, but they get along so well for having worked together for 12 years on music, which is such a personal thing. Right. And can get so hairy, you know, in that creative process. So it's, I don't know, it's really awesome. So Jacob's into it. It's yeah. okay. I think Jacob will stick around, right? I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, sure, if you'll keep me. Let me, let me, let me negotiate your contract yeah. for you. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'm going to nego- negotiate yeah. Jacob's contract. You're good yeah. at that, Dawson Blood. No. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, uh, so where are you off to next? Are you performing anywhere soon? Yes, uh, well, we're playing in New York on you, Saturday night. Talk about it. You want to come? Where, where, well, uh, I won't be in town, but. What? Oh, my gosh. Okay, uh, that's okay. Play in Paris. I'll be there. Yeah, he's going to be in Paris this week. Okay, wow. we will play there eventually, but I don't know if we can, like, switch the shows. In it. Okay, we'll talk about your concert. Where, where are you playing okay. here in New York this Saturday? Um, so we're playing in Irving Plaza. Perfect. And it's going to be super fun. But we're, I mean, we have also two or three shows before that. So we're just doing so many shows right now, right. which is amazing, um, especially since we've toured. We toured for three years on the last album. So it kind of was. So life on the road is nothing yeah. new to you. Yeah, yes, we know. but we wanted to change it up because we were getting too used to it. And we're like, oh, yeah, we've done the same set a million times. But now that we have the new EP and the new song to play. We were like, let's just take it to the next level. And we have a whole lighting rig and a lighting person out, which we've wow. never done before. You see, people like us, we don't do shows. Right. I mean, we produce shows, but it, different kind. we're different. not used yeah. to that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, my God, we have a lighting rig. Yeah. It's I mean, so fun. It's different. Like, yeah, it, it must be so, so great. Cool. Like, no. I feel so cool now. And you always look good. <laughs> and the, the, that perfect lighting. Yeah, you know? well, oh, yeah. yeah. And we have a lot of silhouette. Yeah. What does that mean? Happening. Well, it's just like there's a lot of backlight. So, okay. you know, it'll look super moody. And I'm talking about something probably... Not really that cool, but I sound more epic because I'm silhouetted. Pigs in a yeah. blanket. Um, <laughs> I just love pigs in a blanket. How, there's like the bread light behind me. <laughs> but how fun though, you know? I you're you're, yeah. you're, lear- you're learning about all these. Like, I think we're gonna light this with silhouette for the next song. Yeah. 
Look, can we get the lighting out. rig? Can we move the lighting rig? <laughs> I'd like a silhouette in here. Could we do that? I think we, we do that. We would all never look, see your faces again. We would all look so much more attractive, <laughs> especially early in the morning. I think that would be nice. Yeah. Like, to just have silhouette all the I time. I like that. Yeah. Well, congratulations, you guys. Really, you you bring a great energy into the room and, and onto you. the show. We appreciate aura. it. Aura. 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 I don't know how you guys. Don't you have any friends from New York? Do you, do you Not know? really, actually. Not from I don't have many friends in general. Can you help? Sydney's oh. <laughs> lonely. I don't know why. It's because you're lonely. always on the road. You're busy. <laughs> That's true. So, Danielle, yeah. Danielle, what's the thing you look in and you can see your reflection? A mirror. A mirror. Oh, what? What is that? It's a mirror. You sound so Ami- cute. A mirror. Can you do my ringtone or something? <laughs> <laughs> mirror, okay, mirror so, on okay, the wall. The thing you pull out that has stuff <laughs> in it? I draw. A draw. A draw. I draw too. No, no. I draw. You put stuff in. I draw. In. Oh, oh. Wait, oh, a drawer. Oh, my gosh. I actually thought you said you draw. No. Oh, okay, my wait, gosh. Wait, Scary's from Brooklyn. Scary, what's that furry animal that crawls up a tree? A squirrel. <laughs> Are you serious right now? That sounds so yeah. adorable. A squ- I want an accent. A squirrel. You got, you got to keep in mind, though. Think it through. He thinks you have the accent. See, I don't no, think no. so. We have a lame accent. I feel like yeah, they, I, have, yeah. they have such... We're bland. Yeah, you We're can't vanilla. tell where you're from. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is I always thought when I was younger, what if I moved to, you know, England or something when I'm really young yeah. and learn the accent and then everyone will be fooled? But that never, never happened. Know. It's too late. It's too late now. Too, too late old. Now. We can see through your devious ways. Yeah. <laughs> now I just uh, talked about it on air, so I can never do that. <laughs> Dang it. Well, listen, guys, thank you for coming in. Echo Smith, of, of course, course. Uh, the single Over My Head. They gave you a different version than you hear on the version you're going yeah. to uh, buy. Mm. It's available now. The EP Yay. Over My Head. Now uh, coming soon. Summer. Inside, inside a Dream. <gasps> yes. yes. Wait, Inside a Dream is the EP. Yes, sir. And it's not out yet? Wait. I thought no, no, it was. no. The EP's out, but the, the full length is coming. Yes. In the summer, hopefully. And will that be inside a dream as well? No. No, no. new name. That's what we have to decide oh. on this tour. I'm having a hard time. Maybe we should self-title it. Call it a day. <laughs> I'm done with that. Call it a day. Ask the fans to help. Call it a Call day. Call it a day. Their new album, A Day. A day. Or well, do you, I don't know. Well, guys, thank you for coming in. Thank and you, uh, you have a home here anytime you want yeah. to come back to see so us nice. at Real. Irving Plaza on Saturday. And I think Yay. more concerts between here yeah. and there. And, yes. And enjoy each other's, <laughs> each other's company. And Jacob, welcome <laughs> to the family. Yay. Jacob. Yay. 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 Anyway, Such a moment. That is Echo Smith. Thank you, guys. The official Instagram of the morning show. Follow us now at Elvis Duran Show. This is Elvis Duran in the morning show. Tate's Bake Shop's signature thin, buttery chocolate chip cookies are uniquely crispy, deeply delicious. If you're looking for the perfect, most delicious gift ever, you can actually send Tate's delectable brownies, blondies, all of it. Visit tatesbakeshop.com. Make sure you enter promo code Elvis for 20% off your next order. Thanks again to Echo Smith. They were fabulous. I love them. They're great. You meet some people sometimes, you just want them to succeed at everything they do because yeah. they're such nice nice people. Yeah. Um, did I talk about, yes, I did, earlier, uh, iHeartRadio's Wango Tango by AT&T going down in Los Angeles. And the lineup is insane. It is. Shawn Mendes, Megan Trainer, Five Seconds of Summer, NF, Marshmallow, a special guest performance by our friend Logic. Oh, we love him. I would go just for Logic. I know. But I mean, I like the others, too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Miguel. Oh, look at this. So, you know, I have this Citizen app. And I, I think now it only works in New York City, where if there's a crime going down in the vicinity yeah. where I'm sitting, it'll tell me. Look, it says, nearby incident. 
man jumping on mailbox at Broadway and Grand oh. Street. Oh. Send Greg T down there. See what he's doing. <laughs> you know, a couple things came over yesterday. Nearby incident, four people fighting at Broadway and Worth Street. Mm. Yesterday at 420, uh, smoke from McDonald's roof at Canal and Lafayette Street. It's crazy, all the stuff going on in my neighborhood. I wish they had Citizen App for every town. You know, you've jumped on a mailbox before. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) (laughs) A person assaulted with a skateboard on Walker Street yesterday. It's a busy day on... uh, Anyway, Citizen App. Can we talk to them about rolling that up for the entire country? I think it's great. Who are you talking to? What's going I'm on? I'm trying to get this texter on. So I think Danielle would appreciate Danielle, it. Danielle, this yeah. texter says, I had jury duty yesterday, and they played none other than Jumanji. Yeah! <laughs> it was amazing. Such a good movie. I see why you love it. There you go. Somebody yesterday said, I'm watching Jumanji on my flight only because Danielle told me to. And another person said, you're not kidding. This movie's fantastic. People tweet me about it all the time. I've got to see it. Maybe I it, maybe cannot it, believe you haven't seen it Is it, it playing yet. on airplanes yet? Yes, it okay, is. I'll see so, it this yeah, weekend. Hopefully then, you'll see it this weekend. Uh, also, when we were talking to Echo Smith, they have an EP out right now, mm-hmm. and their LP will be out this summer. Right. So uh, this texter says, what's an EP? This layman wants to know. Oh, just a, like a few songs. Not know, like what a full e- album. So LP, LP is long play. Right. An EP is extended play. As opposed to being a single. So right. it's a single, and EP is usually four or five songs. Yeah. There you LP, go. as you know, eight or nine. I remember when Lord came out, and she put out her EP, and <laughs> the EP was incredible. Not one of the songs from the EP, I thought that some of the songs would make it onto the main album, but mm-hmm. it didn't. But if you've never if, if you've never gotten your hands on the EP that Lord put out originally, it's so good. It's really amazing. Bring it out. Yeah, it's so good. And then there are some artists who just put out singles. They really have no interest in putting out EPs or LPs. Right. They just put out a single as they produce it. So there's so many different ways to consume your music. Yeah. And I love it. I love yeah. it. Let's get into Oh, well, hold on. Before we get into sound with uh, Garrett, yes. Greg T is in the house. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's up, T? What's up what's there, on? Gregory? I know that you guys are having a good show today. We are really? going good. We're having a really good show. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 going you know really well, really fluent. You, you know, happy? Echo Smith was it's, really great. Wait, it's fluent. Fluent, yeah, it just keeps going, really nice. Oh, fluid. Fluid, yeah, yeah fluid. All right. yeah. So there's no topic train today. Isn't today well, topic train day? Yeah, but I made I made the hot dogs. No. Really? So your job is done. Well, not done, but there wasn't a lot of time. Air horn. Ah! Air horn. Do you want to know oh. how? You, you know how to make hot dogs, right? You just throw them in there, and then yeah, you could have worked that. on your topic train while they I were cooking. That. The oven right. made the hot dogs. <laughs> well, I, so, yeah. Gregory, so your your thinking Pathetic. is this: your thinking is this. If you turn on the DeLonghi oven, yeah. and put the the uh, pigs in a blanket the, in there and warm them up, the then, bun in the oven, then your job is done. You well, don't have to do your job, which is topic train. Okay, but but, but you see, the thing is, you know, <laughs> everyone else in this room is multitasking mm-hmm, today. Yeah, you don't need a lot of Greg T every day. It's kind of like a good, just like like pepper or mint. Uh, you know, I didn't know that was your decision. Well, it, but, it, but <laughs> all you did was make the dogs. It's not like you. But you know the funny thing, Danielle. Let, let me let's look back. You know, there's t- so many times I come in with topic train and Elvis doesn't get to it. <laughs> that I mean, is true. The, the going trend is that we don't do it anymore. Hey, can I make frozen pizza tomorrow and then go home? Yeah. Okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bring in some hot pockets and call it a day. Well, so, you know, Nate, you're the senior. Your executive mm-hmm. producer, I mean, you're the one who's in charge here. I've I'll actually be- been waiting for his excuse because he hasn't come up to me. He said he's working on it, hasn't asked for any topics. So you don't have any. You really have no topic train at all for well, today. I know that Nate is overworked. He's very busy, you know. So oh, that, I has, wanna, that, like, that has nothing to do with your workload. I didn't want to bother you, made, you. You made pigs in a blanket. 
You know, well, this you might know. be an opportunity for somebody else to step up and, and do a top train. Top train. I, yeah. Yeah. Poured, listen, I, I poured ketchup for everybody. Oh, wow. Right. Well, okay. I got an email from my you friend, you know, our friend Tom Kelly. Mm-hmm. He says, I had a first date last night. I did not push for the kiss purely because someone on your show complained about how hard it was to go on a date because guys try to hook up on the first date. It was Sam who said it. She owes me $23 for two glasses of wine and $8 for a tip. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so, you know, Sam, come here, come here. So anyway, so look, uh, I know that uh, Tom goes out on a lot of dates. Yeah. And he, so he he is listening to the advice of the women on our show to slow down. Yeah. Don't be in a hurry. Right? Now, I'm, I'm glad he listened to the advice. I'm a little upset he charged me for it. Yeah. <laughs> so he thinks he paid $23 for wine. No. He, he should have. Been guaranteed something. No, no, that's that's the stupid mentality that you have sometimes. That oh, you take I take you out to dinner and you got to do something. You gotta at least give me a kiss. No, <laughs> we can go out to dinner, have a nice conversation, and then we don't need to kiss. We can right. Wait. He's saying that like yeah. fun company and right. enjoying yourself is there's no value to that. Yeah, go so home Tom, and enjoy yourself. Tom says I blame society. We have created a hookup culture. I hung on to my virginity till my twenties. I did my best. <laughs> I don't know if he wanted me to read that out loud. That's because nobody wanted it. That's why he hung on to it. Oh, oh no, he did it. See, very nice. he knows I love him. He's fine. No, there is really a culture, though, around first dates. And uh, that's even my boyfriend. That's one of the first things I really liked about him. He looked at me and he goes, I think we should wait. And I felt really weird about it for a while. But it's it's because it's there's a culture yeah. around it. That Hearing that shocked me when really that just made him an awesome human. You know, when you meet someone, you go on a first date. And you're you're just ready. Okay, now, now or never. Yeah. You know, I, I does that mean in the back of your mind? Well, I'm not really putting a lot into this particular person, so let's just go ahead and do this and get out of the way. It could. But, but then again, I have a, I know a lot of people who did it on the first date and they they ended up married and they're doing well. Yeah. Right. You know, my yeah. friend Jamie, she she's married and three uh, four kids now. She have the first one after first, the first date. After the first date. Cool. No, no. Speaking <laughs> of Jamie, our friend Jamie was here yesterday from down the hall talking about her. Nightmare dating life. She is hysterical. Well, but the poor the, thing. But the story she's telling, these are real life yeah. awful situations with these guys that, that she's hanging out with. Well, I was hanging out with our friend Cheryl last night oh. and she said she said, You have no idea. She said Jamie's Jamie's nightmare dates are nothing oh, compared no. to what I've been dealing with. And she started going down the list of the stuff she's been dealing with. I don't miss it. <laughs> I don't miss dating whatsoever. So, uh, so, look, you're in a relationship and you hear about these nightmare dates. Do you still crave dating? The mm. the dating world is it's a frightening mm-hmm. place. It's a frightening place. When you hear the stories that come out, like I have a girlfriend who just recently got divorced, and she, she tells me, she goes, Danielle, you would not believe. And then even in, like, even older guys, like 40s, 50s, they ghost you. They just don't call. Like, she, one of my friends was talking to this guy for, like, two months. They were having a great time. And he disappeared. He just, oh, pff, he's Look, gone. You know, dating, two people becoming one couple is a very difficult process. Yeah. The fact that it ever happens, in my opinion, is a miracle. Let's say you're in college. You know, you're both just trying to get through college. You're, you're loving life. You're partying. You're, you're thinking about the future sometimes, if not, you know, just having fun and in the moment. Mm-hmm. So do I want to put another person, priority one in my life in college? Mm, nah. Right. Okay, so you're out of college, and you're trying to get a career going maybe. Well, you put that first priority. You want to keep the boss happy. You want to get in there every day and work your ass off because yeah. you want them to promote you, this and that. Of course. Do you want to put a relationship priority? Eh, 
You could. Yeah. But you feel like it, it kind of takes your eye off your prize. Off the ball. Sometimes, though, you meet that certain person, you just can't help it. Those right. are the those are the magical ones. Yeah. That, you know? when, I, when I met my husband, I wasn't looking. Elvis kind of threw that at me because, you know, Elvis wanted to date him and he wouldn't yeah. go in that direction. I threw him at you because he didn't want me. So, and it just worked out. But I at that point, I was, like, having a great time dating all different people and just doing my thing. And I wasn't looking, and it just kind of smacked me in the head. You know what? Even though he has a wife and two really cool kids and a great career, I bet he's missing out on... On you? He thinks he's missing I out on I think if you asked him, he might go there. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Too late. He had his chance. Oh, he, he lost his chance. You let him know. Hi, Maria. What's going on? Hi. How are you? Doing well. So you and your fiance, you actually waited three months before you slept with each other. Mm-hmm. You wanted to get yeah. to know each other. I think that's a great investment I love that, that. you made. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really was great. You know, it wasn't always easy, but we really committed to, like, we both have made mistakes in the past sleeping with somebody too soon and, like, having a terrible relationship because you're focused on the wrong things. And so we waited, and it's been great. We got to know each other personally, emotionally, like, on all those other levels. We made such a strong bond that, like, we love each other for all the right reasons. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow. There you have yeah. it. We waited. I waited six months. You beat my record. Yeah, yeah, we waited six months. Did he? Yes. Oh, I, 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 think, <laughs> I hope so. I don't know. All right, Maria, thank you. Thank you for listening to us. Hello, Michelle. How's it going? Hi. What's Good. up? How are you guys? We're doing well. So you just got uh, into uh, dating on, on you know, through your dating app, right? How are you doing with it? Well, I just signed up yesterday. Um, I've done it before, but I'm pretty hopeful that this time will work. So uh, mm. you want to initiate a date with someone, but you don't want to pay for it? Yes, I'm pretty old school, and I want to be able to initiate the dates because I find a lot of guys are shy, and they don't initiate it. They'll just talk to me for a couple of days, and it goes nowhere. So I want to be able to say, hey, let's go get some coffee, but I don't want to always have to pay for it. Right. What if you did this? What if you had a conversation with them? And then you said, hey, why don't you why don't you ask me out on a date? Then they officially asked you out. That's good. So I should say, why don't you ask me out on a date? Be a yeah. little forward. You could say, like, you know, if you ask me out, I would say yes. That's a turn on you for know. a lot of guys. Oh, I like that one. I know, but, out, but I, I can see this yeah. happening. Yeah. You're going to say, hey, you ask me out on a date. You go out on a date. Then the bill comes, and he says, well, aren't you going to pay? You're going to say, well, you asked me. Right. Then he's going to look at you and say, you tricked me. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of guys get intimidated by my um, assertiveness, mm-hmm. and so that's what's made it really hard. How about splitting the date? Offer to split it. Yeah, say so you can go Dutch. I could totally split it. Do that's that. Fine. And let, get back to us. and Enjoy your uh, dating on your dating app. Yeah. You know, Thank I'm, you. I'm a huge fan, guys. Well, I listen thank every you. morning, and you guys just make my day. Thank, thank you, you, Michelle. So much. And good luck out there. Uh, and like, as far as dating with dating apps, yeah, it was ten years ago where people were nervous about admitting that they're meeting people on dating apps. Mm-hmm. Now, I, m- many more than half of my friends who are in the dating world are meeting on dating apps. Yeah, it's, some of them have met their you know their soulmate on meeting, dating apps. It seems like meeting in a bar seems like kind of a sleazy way to meet someone these days. And I think. A lot of times, we don't have time to do that anymore. That's like, why I signed up. Yeah, you know? people are so crazy busy, you don't have time, so it's it's better to have something helping you along. Like, all right, this guy looks nice. Let me go see what it's all about. Yep. You know? What's up, Straight Nate? I, I agree with you 100%, Elvis. It's to the point now where one of my friends actually met his girlfriend at a bar, and it was so weird it's kind to of weird. me. You met her like, where, yeah. where? Where? At a bar? At a bar? Are, aren't people just meeting online Wait, these days? Where did you meet your girlfriend? Bumble. Oh, you did Hell say yeah. that. Guess where Sam met her boyfriend? Bumble. Bumble. 
See, there you go. And let me tell you something. Sam and her boyfriend, there is not a better match. Like, I've never seen a couple that is so perfect for each That's other. That's cool. It's crazy. He's a tolerant human. You know where Alex and I met each other? Where? Girl Scout. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into sound with, uh, with Garrett. All right, Garrett, All right. go. Uh, let's start with Carpool Karaoke. Danielle's been talking about it. Christina Aguilera was on the special last night. But James Gordon and Christina got into her powerful, raspy voice. Doing that with your voice. That's what can you try to the I love that. That's awesome. Hang on, let me try it. Down for the rock. That's so cool. She does it better than anyone. Yeah, right? Uh, Tracy Morgan was on The Daily Show and described how you know you're the funniest person. You know you're funny when you get the pretty girl in the front row to fart when she laughs. Ha 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 <laughs> I, get Dan- so hard. I get Danielle to fart all the time. All You're the, the time. funniest guy in the room. All right, over at BBC Radio 1, Sean Mendes stopped by, did his song In My Blood. Sounds like this. Someone help me. I'm crawling in my skin. Sometimes I feel like. Sounds great. Then he gave his twist of Post Malone's song, Psycho. Might be going psycho. The mama bed like Michael. Can't really trust nobody with all this jewelry on. My roof looked like a no show. Got time wow. by the boat. It's a whole different song. Yeah, different twist. Now, over on the New York Times website, there's a cool video that you have to check out. It's there's uh, a writer sitting down with the producer, writer, Zed Marin Morris, talking about the creation of the song The Middle. So this part right here is a clip where Zed had to get 14 different artists to sing the demo for the song until he landed on Marin Morris. And it's not about my, and it's not about my, and it's not about my it's not very often that that many high-level artists cut a song. And it's not about my pride, about my pride. There's been months where, like, we almost gave up because just nobody could sing it properly. So grateful that he didn't give up. And it's not about my pride. I need you on my schedule. I didn't really know about all the drama of finding a vocalist. I had never heard her music until I heard her demo. So it's like. Who's Mary Morris? Can I get a hallelujah? Can I get an amen? She sounds really good. It's kind of interesting. So Zed got on 14 different airplanes uh, to get with all these artists that sang on the demo just to find that perfect person before he landed on Mary Morris. Wow. So cool you know, to hear it. Yeah. Speaking of Zed, it is our Q102 night at the Phillies game Friday night. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well. And he's performing after the game. Don't leave. I Make know. sure you stick around. It's going to be great. All right. Now, Billboard just came out with a list of the best boy band songs ever. Now, I'm not going to give you all 100 of them. No, let's do the 100. Yeah, all right. Biggest Starting boy band 100. songs ever. All right. Something for everyone. We'll start with the top five. Number five, Sync, Tearing Up My Heart. Woo! Okay. On the list of the yeah. Billboard's 100, the 100 top boy band songs of all time. Yes. Okay. Number five, Sync, Tearing Up My Heart. I am down on my Come on, Froggy. Sing along now. <laughs> This isn't my part, though. Then One Direction coming in number four with What Makes You Beautiful. Number four boy band song of all time. Now, number three, something for everyone. Like I said, The Beatles, I Want to Hold Your Hand. Oh, my God. 
three. All right. band song of all time. Number two, the Jackson Five, I Want You Back. If that's the number two boy band song of all time, what's number one? The Backstreet Boys, Froggy. Yes. I want it that way. Yes. BSB, baby. <laughs> I'm with. I'm with it. I'm down with this. That's right. When you say everyone, I want it that way. What's wrong, Scotty? Where's Hanson Umbach? Well, I, I gave the top five. What was number one hundred? I gotta go back. Oh, you you gotta go back. Well, it's the Billboard uh, top 100 boy band songs yeah. of all time. Just give it a Google. We'll Google yeah. that. Go look up the, uh, the other 95. Oh, and there you go. Right. Excellent sound today, Gary. Yeah, right. Thank you're a good American. A great thank job you. on the red carpet oh, at thank you. Uh, the Broadway premiere of Donna Summer musical. I got to talk to Tommy Hilfiger, uh, Jimmy Fallon, Gail King. You know, Gail King wakes up at 3 a.m. every morning to do the CBS early show. Damn. That's crazy. So what were you and Jimmy Fallon laughing about? I don't remember. <laughs> Must anyway, have been hilarious. So, By the way, Umbop was number 10, Scary. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Out of 100? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not bad. Uh, anyway, well, congratulations. Thank uh, you Let very me tell much. you something. Donna Summer the Musical, this is the new one everyone's buzzing about for yeah. the summer. You know, disco was such a major, major part of the history of music. And Donna Summer, they said, was the queen of disco. You really should go check it out. Support our live stage performances if they're on Broadway, off Broadway, off off Broadway, doesn't matter. All right, thank you, Gary. You're welcome. Good America. You never know what will happen in the Mercedes Benz interview lounge. It's been a few years since Jesse McCartney came to see us. Yeah. Diana wants to say hi to you. Hi, can you hear me? Hey, Diana. Oh, yeah, there I is a phone you. problem. Oh, my Oh, I hear her screaming. Where are you calling from? Uh, my car. Yeah, it sounds is great. Is your car in hell? <laughs> <laughs> 2018 Mercedes AMG E63S sedan. Unrivaled luxury meets unbridled power. Test drive one today. Mercedes AMG. Driving performance. Elvis Duran in the morning show. All right, all right. You know I'm about to talk about Tate's Bake Shop. I know. You You just need to take the bag and, like, crinkle the bag in the microphone. (laughs) You don't even need to say anything. I ate the bag. (laughs) That's a problem. (laughs) Thank you, Kathleen King. When she was a little girl, she started baking these chocolate chip cookies, and now they've become such a worldwide phenomenon. It's a movement. A movement. These cookies are a movement. Now, of course, we've moved on to the other flavors. We've got oatmeal raisin. We've got gluten-free flavors as well. And and the limited time flavors, of course, uh, key lime coconut that Froggy oh, loves. So good. And also the uh, orange cream. Love oh, those the two. orange cream cookies. You, I could eat them by the dozen by the second. And he does. <laughs> it all started in uh, on the farm out in uh, Southampton, New York on the end of Long Island. Now these cookies and the signature green bag are everywhere. They make great gifts, too. If you want to make someone feel good, do this. Go to tatesbakeshop.com, enter the promo code Elvis, and you get 20% off your next order. That's tatesbakeshop.com. As you're checking out promo code Elvis for 20% off Tate's Bake Shop, uniquely crispy, deeply delicious. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Danielle, this story yeah. about this sex cult. So, Allison Mack. Yeah, tell was, me this story. Okay, Allison Mack was on the show Smallville, right? And apparently, she was like one of the leaders in this sex slave cult. It was called DOS. By the way, this right? is all alleged. Right. She helped recruit sex slaves. <laughs> 
into this secret cult. And not only did she do that, but apparently they branded the girls with it just it, it gets really weird. So she reached out to celebrities like Emma Watson and Kelly Clarkson on social media to try to get them involved. But it looks like just like nice tweets. Like she tweeted out, hey, I'm a fellow actress like yourself. I'm involved in this amazing women's movement. I think you'd really like it. I'd love to chat if you're open to it. I participated in a unique human development and women's movement. I'd love to tell you about about it. So she was arrested, right? Yeah, she was arrested, of course. Um, So, yeah, so it's crazy. She wanted to chat with all these people and try to get them involved in this in this sex ring. Well, of course, she uh, denied it. Yeah. The last time I read of course. the story. And, and the, uh, the guy in charge, the the head guy also um, was... Actually, no, she pleaded not guilty Friday. Um, oh. Sex trafficking, sex trafficking conspiracy, and forced labor conspiracy. Now, if she is convicted, fifteen she could get 15 years to life in prison. Well, well Allison Mack's lawyers are saying they want to cut a plea deal. Yeah. Smallville star turned accused sex slaver. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Can you imagine having that accusation? No. Allison Mack looking to cut a deal with the feds in Brooklyn, according to a new affidavit. Her lawyers and federal prosecutors have agreed to delay proceedings against her until May 3rd because they're engaged in plea negotiations, which they believe are likely to result in a disposition of this case without trial. I don't understand. I never understood plea deals. Like... A plea deal, you say you're guilty. Yeah, right? you say you're guilty, and, and, you, get a lesser, and a le- you get a lesser sentence, so they you don't put the courts through. But the... if you say you're guilty, you're guilty. So why the hell are you allowed to get a lesser? Well, it's but they're saying it's going to say stupid. They're saying you're gonna you're gonna save the courts a lot of money and time and whatever. Well, whatever. But look, anyway. looking at her picture, she looks like no one that would ever be involved in something like this from Smallville. Like if you see her picture from Smallville, you're like, no. Not her. <laughs> she was the number two, like you said, in yeah. this sex cult run by Keith Rainier or whatever, under the guise of his upstate self-help group called Nexium. Yeah. D- uh, it was like DOS or something was like the... They forced the women to go through crash diets and then, like you said, branded them like cattle. Yeah. As Mac groomed them for sex uh-huh. with this guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. That's just... It's so crazy. And you know what the scary part is? So well, which, many of, which part? <laughs> so, well, so many of this stuff is, is going, this stuff goes on all the time. And there's so much of this crap going on that we don't know about. Like, I, we went to see a movie. It was like a horror movie. And they had cheerleaders locked in a, um, like, container in the backyard. Oh, this, my God. And, and, and my husband looked at me and he goes, saddest thing is, something like this is going on somewhere in this world. It's disgusting. You see, and I say this a lot when we hear of these stories or I read about them. Um, I go through this life so naive yeah. in thinking these things really truly happen. For some reason, I feel like these are just over-the-top, frightening screenplays that they're writing in Hollywood. Right. And when you find out they're real, you're like, okay, it's, it's... I want to know more. What can we do to help? Yeah. What can we look out for? What are the clues in case we see someone up to something shifty? Yeah. We can say, hey, see right. something, say something. And so much of this is going on on the dark web, which I one of the interns here, I was talking to him about it. I go, how would someone even know how to access something like that? Like, it just baffles my mind. It's so crazy. Um, where's my Phantom of the Opera organ? <laughs> well, and, and Scary has a question as you look that up. What's your question, Scary? My, my question is, what is going on inside these people's heads when they're doing this? And and do they think that they're not going to get caught eventually? It's going to catch up to them. Well, I don't know. No, you know what? I bet it doesn't. I think when people do th- 
do bad things, they don't think they're going to get caught. Right. So yeah, when, they don't think that. So when you go online, okay, I double click, I'm on Safari. Yeah. Okay, I'm, and all of a sudden I hit, I click something and I enter the dark web. Does it, does it go, <laughs> oh my God, I'm on the dark web. I don't know. Do they play the Phantom of the Opera organ? I'm not so sure. Oh, I hear Elvis is on the dark web again. They're playing that organ song. Oh, man. I mean, how do you know? I don't know, but. I don't want to know. I, 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 part of me wants to go through life just not knowing about these things, but the other part of me says, no, you need to know about these things so you can spring into action yeah. if you can help someone. It's You know, like when Ricky Martin is one of the big advocates to help uh, stop the trafficking yeah. of, of, you know, girls and stuff for sexual and, and children. And I, I still can't, I mean, it just, I can't believe that stuff goes on, but it does. And thankfully it does. we have people yeah. like him out there trying to stop it. So at the same time as we are doing everything we can to not only preach against that sort of behavior, but do something if you know what's going on. Oh, yeah. You know, then you should reward people who are doing good things. Yep. But then you start thinking, mm, they seem like they're really good on the outside. What are they really thinking on the inside? <laughs> right? Dark web. <laughs> like, what evil lurks in the mind and heart of straight Nate? Hey, I'm not a murderer. I know you're not a murderer. Not but a murderer, I, I not yeah. evil. Like you any ever... murderer walks around saying, I'm a murderer. Yeah, okay, I'm going exactly. to ask that question. Things we think about but we never admit. Do you ever have like a weird, just awful thought in your head and you're like, no, stop thinking that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's normal, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. As long as you do your best to push it out and don't act on it. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm about to go out and commit no. a crime, but you think of like some dark, horrific thing. And you're like, why am I thinking that? Yeah. Stop it, brain. Oh. Stop it. And I think as long as you don't act on it. you know, No, no hope- one's acting on yeah, it. Yeah, don't act on it. I'm going to act on that. <laughs> <laughs> not me. <laughs> No, but you know what? The brain, you know what? It, it, you, yeah. you, I'm sure psychologists would tell you, you know what? It's normal sometimes to think about the darkest of things yeah. and not act on them because that's the way your brain plays them out right. and, and tries to figure out how to deal with yeah. it going on in the world. But Sometimes oh. I look at what people do in in like public and I, I'm, I'm like, if they're doing that in public, what are they doing in private? Oh, God. I saw a guy once take his belt off to hit his child in a TJ Maxx or something, like one of those stores. Right. And I'm like, what? And so everybody obviously, you know, tried to stop it. But I'm like, if this is what he's doing in public, what is he doing in private? Like, it's so scary. All right. So uh, once again, if you suspect there's something shifty going on. Say something. Think it through. There may be someone you can contact. All right. With that said, we take a break. Today's phone tap from uh, Dave Brody is one of our favorites. The Magnificent Murray. We love him. We're going to play it for you next. The Morning Show's official YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search Elvis Duran Show, and subscribe today. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. In today's connected world, it takes just one weak link and your personal information can get into the wrong hands. Good thing new LifeLock with Norton now has protection for your identity and devices. Join at LifeLock.com and use promo code Elvis for an extra 10% off your first year. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tab. All right, Brody, what's it all about? Elvis, a listener, Malcolm, had heard of Magnificent Murray way back and wanted to do it to uh, his wife, Camille. And so they're planning a birthday party for their eight-year-old son, and he, of course, was put in charge of the entertainment. So he hired me, (laughs) unfortunately for her, the Magnificent Murray. Hello? This is uh, the Magnificent Murray. Your husband hired me to uh, entertain at Todd's party. Yeah, yeah. Malcolm asked me to call you and go over some details about Todd uh, for the party, and then I'm going to run. Oh, is that Todd crying in the background? 
No, no, that's our that's our youngest. Oh, okay, okay. Well, we'll have to do a part yeah. of him in the future. All right, listen, I got a bunch of tricks I want to run by you. Malcolm picked out a bunch that he liked off sure, the Sure, sure, sounds good. Okay, so the first trick I come out and I give uh, I give all the kids ponchos. You know, okay. I bring out the uh, the fabulous Franny, fabulous Franny, no extra charge. She's my assistant. She's also my niece. A little bit of a hottie, if you know what I mean. Anyway, so she comes out and uh, we do a trick called fish guts. Fish guts. Yeah, here's how it works. Here's how it works. So Franny comes out. She doesn't say a word. She doesn't speak, right? Comes out. I wave my magic wand, right? And then I punch her in the gut, and she spits fish guts all over the kids. How great is that? What? Fish guts. Right? And it's a no, play on words, no, right? Because I, no, I punch her in the no. gut, and then the fish comes out. No. Absolutely not. And and you're putting the ponchos on, so no. Well, I'm not putting what, the kids. What put else the do you have? No. Let's move on. What's the next one that you have? All right, this We're one's not good. We're doing that one. All right, so this one's called pick and flick. This one's really great. Okay, I take a condom, right, and I shove it in my right what? nostril. Hold on, and, and I and I tell everybody I'm going to pull it out of my left nostril. Wait a minute. Hold on okay. now. And then instead of the condom coming out of my left nose, I pull out a giant booger and I flick it on one of the lucky winners. The lucky winner? What? Yeah, you know, like pick a winner? No, this can't be This can't be right. The birthday boy's going to win. I'm going to throw the booger right at him. Don't worry, he's going to win. You're going to throw a booger on my son. Okay, i got to be honest. Again, it's, it's, it's pick and flick, so more I flick it at him. This sounds ridiculous. This is horrible. This is one you're going to love. This is a trick I call Tricky Dick. I come out and I tell the kids, what? do you guys want to meet my friend Magic Richard? And they go, yes, we want to meet Magic Richard. I go, okay, great. All right, I ask the kids if no. they want to meet. Hold on. I no. Ask, hold on. I, listen to me. Listen. No. I, I don't, listen, no. I, I take out my magic How? wand, and I wave it over my magic zipper. And then I clap my hands, my pants pop open, and boom, the kids get to meet Tricky Dick. How's what? that? Big finish. No. Absolutely not. No. I got streamers. No. No. I, I, you know listen, what? I'm I got to go. Sorry, he already paid me. So, listen, you, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be happy. It's all done. He already paid you. No, I'm stopping payment on that. Too late for that. I already cashed oh, that check. Hell no. No. Hey, Malcolm. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> she, she does not like the magnificent Murray. Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> she, 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 she texting me now. What does it say? <laughs> Call me now. <laughs> All right, here we go. Malcolm, who did you hire for Todd's party? He's insane. Magnificent Murray called you, right? He's horrible. Why is he giving the kids ponchos and flicking the boogers? Uh, what? Baby, listen, he, he's like the Jay-Z of magicians. I'm telling you, he's real good. You idiot! Come on, baby. Did he tell you about pick and flick? Did he yes, tell you? it's disgusting! Calm down. Just calm down. Then he wants to punch some woman in the gut oh. in front of the kid. Oh, the, the uh, fabulous Franny. Yeah. That, she looks what? Good too. Yeah. Malcolm, I swear on all that I have, okay. if you do not fire this man, okay. we are done. Um, he's the best. I mean, he's the Copperfield Kanye of what? the district. That's right. Listen to your husband. I'm the best. What? I'm the magnificent Murray. <laughs> Why are you on the phone? Yeah, what is going on? Come here. It's magic. I'm a magician. I'm on the no. phone. Are you <laughs> Come here, calm down. Calm down. It's, it's, both of you, both of you are kids. Do you hear me? Yeah. Uh, you're on the radio. This is Dave Brody from Elmstrand in the Morning Show. No, I can't believe this. I'm so embarrassed. Elvis Have an idea for a phone tap? Go to ElvisDuran.com. Click on the phone tap tab. Tell us what you want to do. This phone tap was pre recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Brooklyn Boys Podcast. With Skiri and Brody. That's me. No, no, with Brody and Skiri. Right. I'm Skiri, you're Brody. It's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast, but it's not about Brooklyn. It's about us. We're from Brooklyn. We talk about everything. And we debate a lot of things. We don't debate. We debate everything. Stop yelling. I'm not yelling. You are. You're getting loud. No! 
Boys podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. 